totally derived from the Star Trek universe utopia we could have lived in. The Star Trek utopia is a fake one based on slave labor. <laughs> Wait, what? You don't know this theory? No, God. Okay, I so hear the, this. the backbone of Star Trek is based around. You only ever. Like, so in Star Trek, you only ever see kind of the elite of society. You see starship captains, politicians, military people, uh, people that are at the top level of for the greater good. Rarely do you ever see anyone who works at like the Starbucks level of the Star Trek universe. No, like, even like the people on spaceships are still like the doctor or the janitor or the chef or the cook or like the guy whose job is to lick batteries on a spaceship. They're in the military of some kind or they're they're part of like an organization that has like some social clout. You're only looking at the top like 1% of society no matter what's going on in that show. But that makes sense. It's a show about space. Yes. It'd be weird if it cut to an episode of like, well, here I am at Starbucks in line to order my fucking latte. Well, so and, and it's like, but but so remember, this is a this is a this is a timeline or existence without any monetary value. You're assigned to a job that you're best suited for, and not everyone will be a space captain. Not everyone will be a space janitor. Some people will be informed. They have to work at Star Trek Starbucks, and that is all they'll ever amount to, and they don't get paid. They have no real chance of improving their situation. They probably live in inferior quarters, and like maybe say, oh, you can synthesize stuff, you can synthesize coffee, so then it becomes just sex workers and other kind of service base that can't be, that can't be performed by synthesization. So it becomes the slave society of the haves and everyone else. And also, I forget the fact you only reach Star Trek land via, like, thermonuclear war that a fuck ton of people get wiped out in. This is the darkest time. You've never heard, heard about this? No, this it's, is fucking terrifying. Don't ruin this. I've me. worked with enough Star Trek people like, oh, it's so perfect. I'm like, no, it's not. That world is terrifying and horrible. Like... They never like. They always say, "Well, great tragedy happened," implying like ninety percent of the human population has to get wiped out for Star Trek to happen. Why do you do this to me? Why do you ruin things that are good and pure? Star Trek is supposed to be a good utopian society, and now you ruined not. it with like thermonuclear war and sex workers. And I, I, I'm just pointing out, like it's the the, the reality is that like, compared to the two. The Star Wars version is far more believable because it's assholes in space, ultimately. Again, you're focusing on a small portion of it, but it has the expanse and the implication of, yeah, we've gotten space travel to the point where it's just kind of like hot rods and like any fucking asshole can repair a spaceship to a certain extent. So it's just kind of like rednecks in space to a lesser degree. Unlike Star Trek, where you have to be like, privileged and smarter than everyone else to have any form of meaningful existence. Well, that's a, that's a fair thing, though. You no, it's have not when there's no chance running. of improving yourself. There's no predetermination in Star Wars. In Star Trek, it's, you're sorted at birth into what your potential is, and then you would never receive any reward for it except the satisfaction of doing a good job. I don't know about that. I'm pretty sure they have There's some no sort of money! Piety. Well, yeah, there's no money. Yes. But I'm sure you can improve yourself off merit. 
How do you buy better classes? Well, no, because if you think about it, here's the case in point. In Voyager, you have the hologram, the Doctor, who is based off a doctor who they created a hologram. His specialty wasn't creating holograms. It was medical science. Yes. He created something that every freaking starship at that point on later on deployed. Yes. he. That's improving yourself by merit. He was created by a hologram guy who was working with the doctor. No, he was created by the doctor himself. An already privileged rich person with higher education and money? Oh, yeah, because I'm sure no one has access to education in Star Trek Universe. They don't really talk about what education exists except for Starfleet. Uh, I did not want my morning ruined by the idea that Star Trek <laughs> is a shitty fucking society. It is. What, can we go back to fucking Game of Thrones Space Tribunal? Like, you did this to you. Shit? No, no, yes. I did not ask for this. I did not ask for fucking Star Trek being ruined for me. Okay, I like the purity of it is. It was progressive. It was ahead of its time. And now it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, they brought back slavery and there's no merit. Don't get me going on how the Klingons are actually the heroes of that franchise. Oh, God. Now I have to hear this because go, go on, please, please let me. An entire society based upon self-worth, self-improvement and striving for what is best for you so that you can drag the rest of your sorry ass race along with you. Glory, honor, perpetual conflict to improve your society, not some backseat for the greater good bullshit. Well, what about uh, Vulcans then? An, ent- an entire species based around cruel, unfeeling logic, that so much that they have a burn-off time period every couple of years, and that are basically walking machines devoid of any form of real humanity, and that help prop up the whole enforced kind of slavery system of Starfleet. Yeah, they sound great. The Ferengi. Capitalistic, fantastic people that are based off a horrible stereotype of Jews. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the Borg. Uh, kind of the same issue as Starfleet, but at least they're honest about it. Their goal is... Per, their goal is to achieve perfection of assimilation of everything in the universe. Everything in that show is better than Starfleet. They have goals. They have ambition. They have a, they have a chance to progress yourself or advance society as opposed to for the greater fucking good. Even the Borg have more of a sense of indiv- individuality and choice than Starfleet does. Why are you the way that you are, Charlie? Tell me I'm wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm asking you, why are you the way that you are? Because I see the world as it is. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, folks. Star Trek is completely devoid of any morals, and it's the worst fucking thing ever. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, no, look at it honestly. Like, oh, it's the perfect utopian society. Actually, no, it's terrible. Like, economists, <laughs> like, real economists have written uh, giant papers that I've read on how, like, the only way that society works is with, like, 80% being slave labor. And maybe not knowing they're slaves, even. Oh, God. Well, I can't watch Star Trek anymore without thinking about that. Yeah. So, thank you. Thank you for, for, for destroying the light in my eye when it came to Star <laughs> Trek. <laughs> I just want to know I, I appreciate you very much, Charlie. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, thanks for helping me see the light. Star Trek is a piece of shit.
You need a minute to digest that? Yeah, you know what? I do. I do. That was a lot to bite. That was like a Thanksgiving dinner of fucking realization in the face. You thought I had nothing and I had everything. You had... If, if people don't seem to realize, but this is not scripted. This was this was very much on the cuff, like, let's just run with it and see where it goes. And then I started asking questions and you had immediate responses, which leads me to believe you'd had this argument before with people. Hello and welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 92. As always, I'm Charlie, a.k.a. Mordak, and once again, I'm joined by Alex, a.k.a. Mave Online. Once again, no Jeff this week. We tried. We really did. Please stay with us, Jeff Faithfuls. He he will be back. He was almost on this week, but he had work, like, as we keep saying, etc., etc. But yes, welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, the official podcast that's on the Wicked Studios. We're a gaming channel that posts nothing right now because half my gear's in boxes, but... We'll be back soon. I put a flag up the other day. Go check our Instagram. But yes, yeah. welcome. Yeah, woody woo. Episode yes. 92. We're, 92. We're getting to episode 100, dude. It's happening. Like, we're getting close. Yeah. We uh, I feel like we should do something special, like an Eve million dollar battle, right? But unlike the Eve million dollar battle, we're not going to fizzle out as part of it. <laughs> we won't have server issues that prevent us from doing the thing. Or maybe we will. We've lost a couple podcasts to server issues. <laughs> we, we, we we do have a Jeff issue. He, he's not around. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, if you're listening, Jeff, I'm going to get real close to the mic here. Jeff, we miss you. The podcast misses you. We need you. Well, the podcast is a, is a non-sentient collection of code and website parts, but <laughs> I understand the sentiment. The, the people need you. Jeff, come on. Again, I want to clarify on this. Some people need Jeff. <laughs> Other people, I'm not saying Jeff might make it worse for them, but. Yeah, what, I don't know. I, I think we should finally reveal what's actually happened to Jeff. So um, he has gone down a crazy uh, alcohol infused adventure. Uh, he's been taking peyote and having a spirit quest. He's been saying things like Persona is overrated and that he loves Stranger Things. So. Uh, something's going on. Are you just trying to bait him to coming back to uh, the that's podcast? That's exactly what I'm doing. We figured saying, hey, Jeff, we need you <laughs> won't work. So instead, I'm just going to make shit up about Jeff. Until, uh, uh, <laughs> is that how far we've stooped? Just fucking calling yeah, people out like you know Kevin what? Smith yeah. all over again? <laughs> exactly. You know what? I overheard uh, the other day Jeff said that metal was overrated and that he likes pop now. Yeah. Let's see if that <laughs> that will bring him back. You monster. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, alas, Jeff is, is out this week. Of course, you know, we got real life stuff and that happens. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just to know that he's still around and we definitely miss the guy. But yeah, he's doing he's got some stuff going on, but he'll be back soon. Yes, he will. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so that's uh, just it's us this week. And uh, yes. we got some cool stuff to cover. I know uh, Charlie's really excited about our main topic this week. I really am. Yeah, he's, he's pretty fucking amped about it. And and. I, I will say it is a little bit of exposure for me when it comes to this, because, I mean, obviously, let's just let's be upfront about it. Our main topic this week is going to be Monster Hunter, which we'll get into a lot more. We're going to super know... deep dive about it. We got just enough emails with questions, and Alex has kind of started playing it, and I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter. Yeah, so we're going to we're gonna definitely cover that, but 
We do have some other stuff to talk about as well, because we are, after all, a gaming podcast, and we haven't transitioned into a food podcast yet. That is still in the works. It's uh, coming. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But yeah, um, do you want to start off then, and then I'll go? Sure. Yeah, I had a pretty straightforward week. I've been doing battle with house stuff. Actually, a uh, uh, day before this podcast got recorded, I was at Home Depot, and I, I know a couple weeks back, we're like, I'm Ron Swanson, where I go and say I know more than people, and I'm like, eh, yeah, no, I try not to do that. I totally did that. Of course you I did. Yelled at, I yelled at a couple employees. I apologize if they listen to us, but at the same time, I know the more chances. than you. Shut up. I, I would very much like to, like, walk into a Home Depot, and some guy's like, man, I used to li- listen to that podcast, but man, that guy's a fucking asshole. Never I, listening again. Oh, that it it was a ah uh, that that was a painful experience. I I walked in to buy some lumber, walked out three and a half hours later angry with said lumber, but <laughs> I someone had gone through and torn down all the labels. Like my relationship with hardware stores like that are I don't need to know I, I know what I'm looking for, just tell me where the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you are a uh, listener of the podcast and you happen to work at a Home Depot in Los Angeles County, let us know and shoot us an email. We'd love to talk to you. To the guy that ran the cutting department in Plywood, fuck you. <laughs> I gave you a, I gave you an inch of clearance to work with of my cuts, and you still managed to cut shit badly enough that I'm like, I hope I have enough wood left, you fucker. <laughs> I gave you an inch of overflow and you still managed to cut away like three quarters of that I-, I would fire a carpenter if they were working for me and fucked up that hardly yeah half inch fine whatever like I get it we were cutting into peak 420 time on the weekend I guess but man fuck you D- for the man who ran the cutting board, if you'd like to post a rebuttal, you can email us at... No, there's no rebuttal. Fuck him. <laughs> Damn it, you ruined my line. I was going to say, you can email us at fuckyourrebuttal at gmail.com. Right. <laughs> Dude's only answer to why the why the measurements weren't coming out even close to right was, I guess the wood is crooked, which my response was, no, it's not. You just fucking suck at this. D- I don't think, yeah, Followed by, among- do you really want to claim the product you sell here is crooked? Because I'll go find a manager and make that claim. Yeah. It was a day. It sounds like it was a fucking day. I, yeah, I I need to find a not big box chain lumber distributor in Los Angeles, or this will just keep repeating itself. You gotta go local. Uh, we have a thing called Anna Walt out here that I've had good luck with. I just, I... I needed lumber quick and didn't want to go to Anna Walt because Anna Walt is great. They won't typically let you carry out of the store. They have to deliver it to you. And I'm like, I need three ah. sheets of plywood. Yeah, we have that plywood and we'll have to ship it to you on like Monday. I need it now. Well, go to Home Depot then. Man. <laughs> but yeah, aside from making enemies with the local Home Depot, I've also been playing a shit ton of Monster Hunter and it's pretty good still. Yeah. No, I, 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 it's real I've, good. I've dabbled in it briefly, and uh, I have to say, I, I like uh, it, feels good, which is one of my biggest things. It's like, I'm a PC player, so obviously I have that bias against consoles right off the bat. But 
I will have to say it, it does play really well. Yeah, like it, it feels smooth. It's not clunky, at least from the parts I've experienced. Oh, it's clunky so in the right ways, though. I run maybe that's what it is. I run a clunky weapon. I run a weapon. I'm running switch axe right now. I got a weapon the size of my player. And I want that. I want that thing to come down with force. I want the screen to shake when that thing makes contact with something. Ah, well, I happen to be running the dual blades, and uh, yeah. That's a, that's a zippy class. Yeah, I, I I like the way it feels so far. So uh, we'll see when I really get it. Yeah, shit, but we will talk more about Monster Hunter later, though. Yeah. I, yes. <laughs> I poked at Warframe. I've had another kind of issue. I, I've hit another wall with Warframe where I to progress on a plan. I have to do two mission types I don't like doing. And because I'm not leveling along with other people, I have to do those missions solo, which is less than ideal. But eh, what it is what it is. I'm running also into that game's wonderful, like, hey, do this. What the fuck is that? What am I supposed to do? Go online, figure it out. I don't want to do that. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's it's mostly been a week of just dealing with house stuff, though. I, we're in the month I'm going to move out of my apartment, so we have to get that all prepped to move in, like buying dumb stuff like furniture. I. The day before this podcast was me just being angry with people for being bad at their jobs and saying dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Like literally a conversation at a furniture store was, I am aware weekend delivery is going to cost me more than weekday delivery. I'm fine with it. Two seconds later, the person looked me dead in the eye and goes, well, I see you selected Saturday delivery. That will be an extra. Are you aware of that? <laughs> I almost canceled my order then. It was very much a, you don't deserve my money. But yeah, what have you been up to? Uh, well, let's see. I've been playing uh, more and more WoW, playing around with a couple different classes and whatnot, because I'm trying to expand my, my selection of classes, so to speak. So I, I think I've been, I've told you I've been dabbling in Warlock, which is new to me because I've always played uh, melee classes. So Yeah, Warlock's fun. Yeah, so I'm ex- I'm starting to add up a couple more. I'm going to start leveling up a Shaman soon at some point or finish up the Paladin or anything like that because, as you know, the new leveling experience has officially been added. We talked about it briefly. Um, and then, of course, we'll, th- we'll talk a bit more about WoW because I've added something there in the notes about it. But, um, yeah, no, it's pretty much doing WoW. I've jumped back into competitive Overwatch because I am a sadist, and I enjoy that from time to time. What is so, that like at this point? You know... <sighs> How has the league affected competitive Overwatch? You know what's interesting about it? I've seen, like, people who play, like, competitive now, like, at least around the ranking. I'm, I'm in Plat, which is around 2,500 and up right now. Um, they seem to be a little bit better about things. Like, like, certain people will do certain things they've seen other professionals do. So, like, it starts to kind of carry over into the game. So I've actually had a more pleasant experience ever since the league has started, hmm. I have to say. Like, I was expecting it to be really shitty, but wasn't all that bad. Like, it's been, it's been, I've been able to deal with it, is what I'm trying to say. And I've had a chance to play with some other people as well. Like, I always solo queue, but um, I have some people that I play with on a, another Discord there that have kind of jumped in on the thing, and we kind of do well together. So I'm playing around with that, and it's nice to have a team we can kind of roll with. Sure. That kind of makes a world of difference, too. Like, even if you're going to lose, at least it's not so bad. Yeah. You, know? you can't blame 
five other members on your team and, and rage in that sense. So, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I have to say ever since the league has been out, I think it's actually had a good, um, what do you call it? A good kind of footprint and experience in terms of competitive overwatch. Um, I will say I was kind of a little bit sh- like surprised to see something recently, but um, I know that we talked, we, we talked about it a while ago, but overwatch added a thing where if you report a player and there's an action that's taken on that person's account, you'll get a notification letting you know that an action was taken on their account kind of thing. I don't know if you heard about that. Mm. We talked about this, didn't we? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. So, like, if I, I, as a player, if I report someone else for toxic behavior or cheating or anything of that stuff, really, do you actually report somebody for cheating? It's always usually toxicity and anything else. Um, you'll get a notification if there enough reports show up for that user and an action actually gets taken on their account. So... I got a notification pop up the other day. I'm like, oh, okay, that, that's cool. And it's weird because they don't tell you exactly what happened. They don't tell you the extent of it. But just knowing, hey, just so you know, we got your report. And we're going to let you know that we did take some action. While we can't tell you what, action has been taken. So I'm like, okay, all right. And I think it's weird how actually that makes me feel better as opposed to just like, well, we've got your report, but we can't tell you what's going to happen because, you know, it's a policy issue, this and that, like they do with WoW. So this is kind of nice, I have to say. It was weird, but I kind of like it. That's good, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's it, it kind of, I've noticed the level of toxicity is kind of, I feel like it's dropped a little bit. You still have some people who do some pretty shitty stuff. Like we, yeah, last night, actually, I was, I was playing and we had a, uh, a Farah who played really bad. The guy was like, oh, but I guess I was higher than I thought. Like, oh, well, thanks for jumping into competitive when you're high as fuck. Like, I appreciate that. Which Man, normally this... I don't have a problem with, but this dude's playing fair and he's staying on the ground and he rarely ever jetpacks into the sky. Like, uh, but that was, I mean, he, he, I ended up getting queued up with him next round and he did better, which is good. Overall, it's, it's had a better feel as far as Overwatch goes, I have to say. So... It's kind of nice jumping back into it. Uh, of course, I did pick up Monster Hunter this week uh, at the behest of Charlie saying, you got to get uh, Monster Join Hunter. Join the so hunt. I, yeah, exactly. Join the hunt. So, uh, I, like I said, I've dabbled in it briefly, uh, but I have to say it is a lot of fun, and I actually look forward to going more detail about it when we make it our uh, main topic discussion this week, of course. Uh, but yeah, I'll definitely get more into it. I do like the, the kind of like the whole idea with the weapons and all that. But we'll we'll get onto it there. So, jumping back on the PS4, which I haven't touched in a while because, well, I had Destiny Two on a PC, but even then, that's become an issue where I just don't touch it anymore. Yeah, I've really fallen off that game. I, I've I've completely fallen off that fucking game. Like that's the level of like falling out on it. Like I haven't loaded it up since. I fell off so hard when I was looking at news for this week. And there is Destiny Two news. I was kind of like, "Do I care enough to even include this?" That's the thing. Like they posted the roadmaps and what they want to do before, but it's like it's still the game's still shitty. So you wrote. I mean, you're giving us directions to a fucking yeah car crash right now at this point. So I don't really want to be along for the ride. So unless I hear better, I'm I'm not gonna bother loading up the game. I'm sure I got kicked out of my clan uh, that I was in for the PC. But frankly, to be honest with you, I I kind of don't care. Like. <laughs> I hate to be that guy, but it's like it just it doesn't call to me enough to jump back into that game and play it, and I have no ties to it, really. You know? Yeah. So it's like okay, 
And like thing is, that I'm, 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 this is as a new player to Destiny. Like I said, I jumped into Destiny late, uh, you know, because again, Charlie had us do some stuff on that, and I had fun playing Destiny one. But then again, that's had years of being ironed out and kind of, yeah, you know, that's, cleaned up. That's kind of the situation. Which you think they would have carried over into two, but two has been a yeah. That's the eternal wreck. question. Yeah. So, alas, here we are with uh, Destiny two being uh, pretty shitty. So. Uh, other than that, as far as other stuff around here goes, um, I finally started clearing out some of the old stuff I had lying around in the closet and whatnot, because uh, we're trying to we're trying to get things cleaned up here and whatnot. Uh, because I think I had mentioned this before, but um, you know how we yeah, I don't have... know if we ever talked about the um lizard net or the yes lizard tent <laughs> yeah on the podcast. So, I guess I'll bring it up here officially so the podcasters know. Um, so. We have a couple of, you know, extra creatures living in the house. Alex lives in perpetual fear of its life from his reptilian overlord. Say it right. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got a snake in, in my, I guess, mobster cage table thing that you briefly did. We talked about. I, I was week. looking at, fuck, I, I saw a table over the weekend that I'm like, you can put a snake down here. Yeah. It was, so it's. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm like, you can put a snake down here. I could have Alex levels of gangster activity then. Yeah, I'll have to send you a picture of what I'm talking about. I don't think I've ever actually sent you a picture of it. I, but... I got don't ruin my mental image for now. It's a pretty good <laughs> mental image. Okay, I'll leave it then. But uh, yeah, so uh, we do have, of course, the snake. We've got two tarantulas. Uh, like a last captain. Oh, sorry, uh, Count Adamar, the uh, tailless whip scorpion, mm-hmm. uh, passed a couple weeks ago. So, uh, you know, we figured maybe it's time to kind of. Rain back the animal stuff, and and then of course that that was never taken into account. And uh, well, just context. Uh, when before Mandy, my girlfriend moved into my apartment, uh, she did have some stuff over at her house, like creatures and whatnot. Uh, the bouncer, which is a uh, uh, lizard that does not like me, uh, it's a reptile that I swear. If anybody yeah, wants we've to talked kill about me, territorial towards you, I think at least once. Yes. Uh huh. And so we're we're planning on bringing two. Well, Mandy also has two tegus living in her house. The fuck's a tegu? Here, let me. <laughs> You've never heard of a tegu? No. How do you spell it? I can just Google it myself. T-A-G-U. It's literally T E G U. Oh, those fuckers! I thought those were like iguanas or something. They kind of look like them, but yes, we're uh, we're getting we're we're getting the two that she has at her house and. Uh, we're bringing them here to our actual home. For Monster Hunter fans, they're kind of like the Great Jaggy, meaning they have a giant mouth. Yep. So they're they're gonna join us, and uh, she found this really cool setup in the closet. I guess where you have like a kind of a closed off little atmosphere thing. I guess for them, where it keeps the heat enough that it's like a grow tent or something like that. Sure. But, yeah. So yeah, you, um, you put the lizards in. They guard your pot. Hmm. So, Sorry, the uh, strain. My bad. You're growing, not 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 consuming. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So she's got two of them there that are pretty fucking cool, and uh, they they're you know I think you'd appreciate this. They're pretty fucking metal when it comes to what they eat. Like, they swallow shit just, whole, don't they? Well, they just tear into whatever. Like, like I think one of their favorite things is like just like meat of almost any age. Yeah. Like it's like oh we had some steak that we didn't get a chance to cook because we left it in the fridge. Toss it Fuck to it. <laughs> The tangles will fuck it up, and they yeah. do. But it's it's just because they'll mix it with like banana and other stuff like that. 
So, but yeah, they're just like, you know what? Is that starting to look bad? Tegu, they're going to have a meal. Why have a garbage can when you can have a Tegu? It, pretty much. So if you if you need to get your uh, plate cleaned, this is where you go. But yeah, so she's got two of them in, if uh, your girlfriend in another. Your girlfriend or mom or wife or whatever is a real shitty cook. Get a Tegu. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. But yeah, so uh, she's got two of them. Uh, I don't know exactly the the what's the word I'm looking for. I just know they're tegus. I don't know if they're specific kinds. I'm not too versed in the reptile universe. I'm getting educated as my girlfriend is a big lizard person, uh, or just reptiles and spiders and all that stuff in general. By big lizard person, you mean a lizard person, meaning when you pull off her mask that looks like a human, she's actually a lizard below. Yes, that's exactly what gotcha. I meant. She's in fact a lizard person under gotcha. her mask. Yeah. Reptilian, got it. Yeah, she's she. You know what? Alex Jones is right. There are reptilians living amongst us, and I, I'm dating one. So, but yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So she she we we have a lot of like. Just to give you some context, she used to work at a uh, at like an animal. We've talked about thing. this before, definitely. Yeah. 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 So it's just that that's her that's her thing, and like I appreciate it. I, I, I'm not 100% understanding of it because some of these creatures freak me out, but they make her happy, and so they're not going to kill me just yet. So it's they're cool for now. But yeah, so we're getting to them, and we're clearing out the closet space so we can put the uh, the grow tent for the two tegus inside our closet. So not only are they in the living room, they're now going to be in the bedroom. They're, they're, they've got all fronts covered. Uh, so I have to say, though, on the plus side, I dare some sort of burglar to try to break into our place with all the fucking creatures we have in here. Something will fuck him up. So, I'm not too worried. He's just wearing a mask of you when he's fine. It's like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends. If it's the bouncer, he'll definitely come after him then. Yeah. Um. As far as that goes, we're, we kind of, this year we decided that we're going to kind of re- renovate the apartment that we have right now. In the meantime. Yeah. So... Yeah, we've kind of started with uh, little things here and there, clearing out the bedroom, redoing that, and then we're going to eventually redo the whole um, the whole apartment. But we're kind of just taking some liberties and some things and kind of reorganizing. Um, we did see some pretty fucking cool uh, Jeff Goldblum shower curtains that we want to put up. So whenever somebody comes to our home, they whenever they go to the bathroom... Uh, we're right back to senses that make me hate you, I see. <laughs> yeah, just a Jeff Goldblum laid out shirtless. From uh, uh the, the fly. <laughs> uh, just remember, Charlie, life finds a way. Yeah, it's gonna find a way to kill you with its, with its various predators. Apparently, well, it's fitting if it's Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park because we have all these lizards and other creatures that can kill me inside the apartment. I'm gonna install an electric fence in your apartment just to have it turn off at inopportune times. Yeah, like I wake up and part of the fence is destroyed. Yeah. It's like, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. Alarms be are fun. going off. When we get an alarm system, the animals are out of the paddock. Oh, no. Wait, the animals yeah. are smaller than me. The animals are part of it. The T Rex busts through the wall. When did we get this? Yeah, the T Rex busts through like a, the Kool Aid Man. Yeah. Just kicks on through. Yeah. It'll be great. Sure. Uh... But yes, this is. <laughs> See, th- th- that's that's payback for ruining Star Trek for me. Uh, Maybe this is why I ruin things for you. <laughs> this is what it is. But yeah, other than that, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Um, 
nothing else too fancy, just work stuff and whatnot. But yeah, it's uh, that's what it is so far, and it, it's it, it's cool. I like I kind of like the whole idea of redoing the the apartment. You know, yeah, I. It feels good. It's like, fun it's to make kinda... a change. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I for one, look forward to it, and uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, but yeah, that's it for me this week. Guess that my, means my... it's time for news. What the news? Yes, news coming at you hot, right between the ears. That's too much. Yeah, that's like, well, well, where are we going with this? Right off the bat, the Nintendo Switch has already outsold the entire Wii U run. Surprising no one. Not at fucking all. Are you kidding me? The Wii U machine had like two fucking games that were worth it. Well, three. I'll give you three. I'm trying to think of what all those games are. All I have is Bayonetta 1 and Bayonetta 2. Uh, Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. So it had three. That's it. Any other games? Don't fucking remember them. And to be honest, don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, there was never anywhere, anywhere the level of hype in uh, for the Wii U as much as the Switch had. The Switch had a lot of fucking hype behind it, and it's done really well. And I have to say, it, it's credit to Nintendo where it's due because I, I gotta say, like, I haven't heard people like other than Charlie, but that Charlie has kind of a distaste for Nintendo as it is. Um. I haven't really heard that many people complain about the Switch. Like, I mean, granted, it does have a few faults, but nowhere near the level of shittiness that the Wii U had. Yeah, and even I've backed down some. Like, I just wish it was better at this point. Yeah. And the thing is, though, like, they, I mean, we've talked about it, but I think there there was an article I also mentioned that they kind of want to extend the life of the Switch for several I don't think years? That, uh, that's cool. I don't think they designed it well enough to do that, but... Um, I I don't know. They or they might go the route of um, Xbox and P like PlayStation Four, where they release like the Pro Edition. Yeah, and so it'll be uh, it'll be like that kind of thing where it's it all the old hardware will work just fine, but it'll still you know play the new games and everything like that. So it'll be like upgrading from a, from a PS Four to a PS Four Pro in a sense. I think. So I, I think that's how they'll do it. Yeah, but I gotta say it's it's the the switch has been interesting considering the shitty fucking launch it had. Like, I it had a complicated launch. I think it has a complicated existence right now though too. I I I will take back some of the things I've said in the past. I don't. I still kind of expect to see it start slowing down some in the. Maybe not near future, but the near-ish future. I, I don't think its current rate of growth is sustainable as long as it was for Xbox and PS4. Uh, but we'll see. Like if they keep, I, they need to put out a Pokemon for it and stuff like that. Like I, I, I'm very intrigued by what the potential long, like the the life of what the we uh, the Switch winds up being at this point because you're not gonna have a Zelda and a Mario to come out every year. No. Well, and then, I mean, that's without, what's the word, hold on. They won't unless they sacrifice quality, I feel like. Yeah. Like, it'll become, like, you. What the one thing I never want any of those franchises to become is the Nintendo version of Call of Duty, where every year they've got to push out a new version of this and that, and it's just, 
I really don't want it to do that. Sure. So, I, I, here we go. This is the article. I finally found it. Nintendo wants to extend the Switch's lifespan to over six years. That feels unrealistic for what that hardware is, but at the same time, the 3DS hung out for a long-ass time, and it had iterations on its tech at least once. Like, it's it's possible, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see how they do it. I think if they do it, it'll be the same route as uh, upgrading from the PS4 to the PS4 Pro. Yeah. I think that's the one way I think they could really pull it off. And to be honest, even though it is kind of a new hardware upgrade, the fact that it still plays the, the, those games, I think is what it'll work. And I, actually, I think we had this discussion, but I think that's kind of the future of how it's going to go, where the games will always be kind of compatible for the most part, it seems like. Because like, this is the first time they've released a hardware upgrade that made it where you can still play the older games. I, I stand by. I think we'll see. Yeah. It'll... It'll it'll be it'll be fun. I like I kind of like to say uh, this uh, this is good, and I wish Nintendo the best. Uh, I look forward to the Switch Pro version of the milking game. I'm sure that will be fun. Yeah, you'll be able to do it in double HD now. <laughs> For, nothing nothing like milking cows at 4K resolution. Uh, Thank of, you, Switch. One of my coworkers recently got a Switch and. I was like, yeah, I want to get that one-two switch. And I'm like, don't. I'll loan you mine. Oh, don't you play it a lot? No, it's quite bad. Yeah. Oh. We barely scratched the surface of games for that thing, too. Like, we never played the Rocking the Baby game. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's that, too. Maybe that'll return this year. Switch up. One-two switch, part two. <laughs> now with more bullshit games. Yeah. But yeah, um, kudos to Nintendo, I guess, for, for, for sticking it out and yeah, for having a good, like, you know, sale. Like, credit where credit is due, I gotta say. Yeah, I, no, I know. I, yes. We, we shit on Nintendo quite a bit on this podcast. I know you have a particular disdain for them, and you, you've said it, but even, like, you kind it's of... It's not disdain. I guess I'm hypercritical of them because a lot of... I, I, I don't think people are critical enough of Nintendo at the end of it. I think it's it has the hardest core fanboy base that just bugs the shit out of me. And that's absolutely fair. And, and that's and, and like I said, I'll, 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 you got to what I'm trying to get to is like even you who tends yeah. to be hypercritical is kind of like okay, all right, Nintendo. Yeah. Like, hmm. which kind of I think personally, even though it's it's minor, I think kind of speaks volume uh, on on the fact that it's it's. It's doing all right. Yeah. So, but while we're being hypercritical of Nintendo, <laughs> of course, there uh, it is. They got out there and announced Mario Kart Tour. That's right. The mobile Mario Kart is coming to the iPhone and Android device. I no details except March two thousand nineteen. I don't know how you're going to pull that off without actually finally buying some sort of Bluetooth controller attachment. There's been driving games for those things for a long time. They're just not good. I I don't know. I It seems like a bad idea, especially because I I don't think any of the mobile games to date have been especially well received from Nintendo for in Mario Run's case, hey, you can't play this shit on a subway and in the case of uh, Harvest Moon, it's not that good. It's a watered-down version of Harvest Moon, but 
people seem to like both enough. I, I'm curious. I'm curious to see what a mobile version of Mario Kart looks like because there are no details out there and it could work, but mm-hmm. I, I think all the ones so far have just been kind of watered down equivalents of what they've all been previously. Mm. Who knows? While we're on Nintendo, <laughs> while we're on Nintendo, though, I guess we'll keep, keep we'll keep this uh, train alive. Uh, their online services allegedly are going to launch in September 2018. Oh, finally? I, I thought it was already out at some yeah, point. Yeah. To refresh you, it's going to cost like 20 bucks a year, and it's not totally clear what you get. You can I also, thought it was a shitty voice chat where you still have to be connected to another No, nah, that's not even that. It's that's through, a, that's through an app on your phone, which may or may not be part of this service. It's not clear. Which I think, I don't know how I feel about that part. I think I mentioned before that I don't like the fact that you have to do your whole mobile phone. Like, Nintendo, you've got a fuck ton of money. Oh, that part's dumb, yeah. Just create some sort of app or some sort of setup and merge it. Talk to fucking Xbox if you have to and get some of the party stuff set up. Everyone has it going. There's no excuse that you guys shouldn't be able to, especially with the fucking Buku dollars you've got going on right now. Yeah. Uh, You can also subscribe for $4 a month and $8 for three months. I. I don't. I'm hoping this brings about some major changes or something, but I don't think it will. Like it's based on what currently is known about this service, it's really hard to make mm-hmm. a case for this being an okay thing. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think it is. I think the fact that they're doing that is kind of shitty, personally. Oh, I think it is too, but. I, 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 yeah, I think it's, they've spent, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I just don't think anyone knows what the <laughs> hell, it's hard to talk about this because I don't fucking know what this service is anymore, and for reference, it's launching a year fucking late. Yeah. Like, that's the thing, if you're gonna launch a year late, at least take the time to get it right. Don't make it shitty. Yeah, and I'm not convinced they're gonna get it right, I think it's gonna be like, oh, we haven't, it- yeah, it's got some, like, downloadable game stuff through it, but it's also, like, the worst version of Games with Gold or uh, uh, the PSN Plus games. Like, it's like, oh, you get access to them while they're available. Okay. Great. But also at 20 bucks a month? Eh. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's been so long since we heard anything last on this. I'm like, what is offered in this program again? I does it matter? Like, but it's also like the internet on the Switch is bad. Like accessing the internet isn't great, and like using it as a mobile device with the internet is problematic as well. So it's like, will this even be worth it? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I'm curious. Exactly. It's going to be a cardboard router that you cut out and you put around your Switch. Oh, God. That's right. The fucking Labo. Fucking Labo. Which, to be fair, the more I look at, the more I'm like, eh, that's dumb, but I could kind of be down with that. Like, it's dumb in a way I think I'm coming around on. Yeah. That that robot armor is pretty stupid in a cool way. It, it, It 
the whole idea of Labo is stupid in a fucking delicious, wonderful way. Yeah. Like, like you want to be mad at it because it's like, no, this is fucking stupid. At the same time, it's like, I remember fucking putting together stupid shit with cardboard boxes and playing when I was a kid in the yard. Like, I remember that. Yeah. So I can't even be mad at Nintendo for cashing in on that. Yeah. Well, so I suppose speaking of things we can be mad at, though, it's official. Loot boxes are coming back to Battlefront 2. Well, that wasn't a fucking shocker at all. Surprise? Yeah, I have no exact timeline on when this will be happening, but it seems like over the next couple months they're going to slowly be phased back in. For those of you that had money in the game already, congrats. You can use it, I guess, again or whatever. But Yeah, congrats on... Yeah, yeah no, and of course, thank you, Charlie, for letting me know how a boycott works. Yeah. So, yeah, no, uh, fuck EA and fuck Battlefront. I'm glad I didn't pick up that piece of shit. If they're especially... Like, is there, did they at least announce a better way of, like, the system? 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Electronic Arts reinstated a monetizing feature in its high-profile sequel to Star Wars Battlefront sometime in the next few months. That's what they said. It's not clear what it is. It's just, it's, it's it's coming. So no details, it seems. No real details. Okay. Well, we'll see how it goes. But uh, knowing EA, they'll fuck it up. I, I guess while we're speaking of EA, I, this is our fuck-up, I guess, from last week. Uh... So, BioWare's Anthem has officially been delayed to 2019. I thought that happened last week, but what do I know, apparently? <laughs> I said it's like, it's like officially delayed. I'm like, no, that already happened. Like, are you guys reprinting the same news twice? Oh, no, actually, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think we just kind of know enough. That, like, yeah, no, it's going to get delayed. And I'm hoping the delay was like, oh, man, EA. Like, we fucked up when it came to, uh... Well, so, to the, the rehash we said last week, like, it's... It's been... Uh, allegedly, EA is taking... Or, uh, not... Bioware is taking the time to really make sure they nail this after the success that was um, Andromeda and Battlefront and just... I, I, on one hand, I want to see what the fuck Anthem is. I am really hoping we see more of what Anthem is at E3 this year, or if not a little bit sooner, I think. But at the same time, like... It looks cool enough, and it's something I could be... It looks like something I'd be very into, and they're saying, like, we're trying to nail this kind of living world feel to it and other stuff. Like, everything they're saying is stuff I want people to say about Destiny improvements, so Mm -hmm. maybe this will be good? But at the same time, like, if you don't think it's ready, fucking delay that shit, please. Yeah, like, that's the thing. I don't mind waiting if they're delaying it to fix it and make it right. Don't like, delay I've never it a had before release date, but yeah, like you're out there saying like, hey, it's coming out next year. It was coming out this year. No. We're delaying it again. Yeah. No, um... Uh, we got one more notable delay if you want to cu- tackle that one quickly. Sure. What do we got? Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 will be out October 26th. That's right. Which uh, actually is a day after my girlfriend's birthday, so for her it works out perfectly because now I know what to get her for her birthday. I didn't even know it had an official release date, but apparently it's been delayed again to that date. Wait, it's been delayed? that Because they never that's announced the new, an official I, date. That's the new date. I didn't know this was coming. I, I guess it was maybe coming out sooner. 
that wasn't even on radar. I didn't realize it had an official announced date of any kind. So yeah, I never heard of any official release date. Yeah. So well, okay. So uh, it looks previously scheduled fall twenty seventeen, then spring twenty eighteen. Okay. Oh, yeah. But they so, never had an actual date date. Gotcha. You know, that that like, makes more sense. Fall. Yeah. Which okay, fine. That makes sense. I, I I'll give them that. But like, yeah, it looks like I'm here like October twenty sixth works out today, and it, I think the twenty sixth also is a Friday. That sounds right. Uh, no, it's a Wednesday. Oh. So, uh, oh no, sorry, October twenty. 20- no, that's a Friday. Yeah, cool. that's right. Yeah, looks like. I think we mentioned this, or maybe I'm more surprised, but it looks like more games are actually starting to release on Fridays as opposed to a Tuesday. Yeah, I, either we talked about this offline or something. I, but yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see major titles coming out on Friday where it's like, hey, it's Tuesday. You got to go to work tomorrow. No, I just want to play. Yeah, it's like, oh, you wanted to play that game, huh? Well, guess what? The sun's coming out. You got to go to work. So uh, you better go. You better be ready to go to work to sleep deprived. Oh, and guess what? It's going to be a busy day at work. So The month following Borderlands 2 was... I like, peak idiocy for me because I was staying up till like two, three a.m. every night of the week, like regardless, showing up to work like haggard looking. Uh, it was a rough time. <laughs> I used to, when I was playing uh, when I was doing like competitive raiding in WoW, I used to sleep that late because my guild didn't raid until till about nine forty-five, ten p.m. every night. Yeah. So we went from ten to like one p.m. So or ten ten p.m. to one a.m. and that was like five days a week. And then we started going up to seven days a week because we were also doing the 10-man content and the 25-man content. Sure, yeah. Because back then, for those of you who don't know, World of Warcraft had raid lockouts for two different numbers of people. Don't they kind of have that again now? Well, they have uh, regular mythic and, or regular heroic and mythic, but it doesn't matter the numbers that you have in the group. Gotcha. Like the, 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 the instance will auto-adjust based off the number of people you have in the gotcha. group. Gotcha. Except for mythic, which I believe is a set, set amount of people. So, yeah. Uh, I guess since we're, you know, looking forward. To, I, I look forward to Red Dead Redemption. My girlfriend really is excited about it. She liked the first one. So, it's definitely something I'm going to pick up. Yeah. I, we're, just trying to, we're just trying to decide I am, if we're going to I am a PS4. Red Dead Redemption fan. I might be a bigger Red Dead Redemption fan than a GTA fan. Mm. I Red Dead Redemption was the first GTA game to click with me, I guess. Like, in... They're kind of the same game. Like, 5 was really, like, this is going to sound real bad. 5 was the first GTA game I really was like, okay, I fucking get it now, finally. Like, even yeah. 4, which was really fucking impressive, I was like, I, I get it, but also, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't like games take place in New York, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, so many things take place in New York because it's just a staple for, like, oh, it's the U.S., Show New York, San Francisco, and Los Angeles, and then that's it. That's yeah. all there is in the United States. <laughs> yeah, I, I I remember being excited for Red Dead Redemption 1 when it came out, like because it was, again, like Rockstar wasn't super clear on what that game was exactly. So we're all going uh-huh. around like, it's GTA with horses and, and horse-drawn carries, or carriages. Mm-hmm. That sounds kind of cool, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, this too looks... Uh, like needless to say, girlfriend's excited. I'm definitely excited to play it. It's just yeah. at this point we're we're trying to decide what console we're gonna get it for. And it's probably gonna be the PS4. because uh, yeah. we also gotta figure out like what her friends are gonna get it on. It's not announced for PC. I know it's not announced for PC. I know that much. 
which is kind of sad because, like, come on, PC. Come on. So we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, maybe they'll release it sometime sooner. Uh, when it comes to PC, they'll say, well, sometime sooner than the release date, they'll announce a PC release. But we shall see I, how it goes. Given the gap that happened between PC um, GTA 5 and normal PS5, uh, normal GTA 5, I I wouldn't hold your breath. <laughs> That's true. I don't I, think they've been. I get the distinct impression years. that I take to, uh, that's take two, I think, and like Rockstar are kind of eh on the PC topic. Mm. But I could be wrong. That's fair. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, release dates, since we're on that topic, if you don't mind me segueing into this. Sure. One. You want to do the WoW stuff? Yeah. So, uh, this week. Official uh, pre-order sales for World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth uh, officially is available now. So you're able to pre-order the game. And since they've been mining this forever and they finally revealed it, when you pre-order the game, one of the bonuses is that you're able to create one of the... Well, uh, you'll be able to create the new allied races that are available. Four out of six of them, to be exact. So those are the uh, Nightborn and the High Mountain Torn for the Horde. And for the Alliance, you have the Void Elves and the Light... What was it? Light Touch Drain Eye. So, of course, uh, when you pre-order, you don't just get them, but you have to go through a quest uh, story to kind of RP the way uh, for those characters to be officially part of your respective groups. So there's a quest line you follow, and there are certain requirements. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the Allied Race requirements are, number one, have a level 110 character on the server you're going to create them on. Uh, two, you must be exalted with the faction that is related to the character you are trying to, uh, unlock. So for the High Mountain Torn, of course, it's the High Mountain Torn faction, uh, in, not Storm, in, in High Mountain. Uh, for the, uh, Nightborn, you have to complete the Surmar chess, uh, quest chain. I don't know what's going on with you right now. The quest chain and, of course, uh, be exalted with them. And for the uh, Void Elves, you have to be exalted with the uh, Argarcian Reach. And Lightforge Draenei, it's the Army of the Light. So, Can we talk about how sad I am the High Mountain Torrent are the ones we got, and not the cool Buffalo ones from Northrend? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, What are they called? I can't remember all of a sudden what they're called. But I, the, yeah, the Tonkas or Tonkas. Yeah, Tonkari like or something. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah I said, no, people oh, they said, oh, it's the other torrent. I'm like, oh, shit, it's going to be the Buffalo torrent? Cool. Oh, it's the Moose torrent. That's less cool. Yeah. No, but it's, it looks pretty, like, interesting, to say the least. Because, like, they've, like, WoW ha or Blizzard has specifically said that they are very much adding more allied races as the game goes on, for sure. Like, which means races that have already been in the game are going to be included at some point. So I'd love to see where they go with it. Um, especially when there's a lot of potential because there's a lot of races people have asked about. Specifically, uh, the uh, Murlocs, which I don't know how they're going to get that to work. And, of course, the well, uh, it's Nagas. simple. I am Murloc. I am death. That's how they make <laughs> it work. <laughs> well, I mean, like, texturing and models and all that stuff, of course. But, like, they've, they've talked about, um, yeah, the Murlocs, uh... The Nagas, and then of course some of the other human races they have. I want those fucking corrupted Draenei from Outland. The corrupted Draenei? Oh, you mean uh, uh, there's a name the for them. The cooler looking Draenei. 
Yeah, I know it, the ones that are felt touched. I yeah. know what you're referring to. I just can't remember their name because that's that's what uh, essentially Kill Jaden is. He's a felt touched Draenei. Sure. So, yeah. Well, for you lore people out there, uh, Kill Jaden it was in fact Draenei who became touched by the fell, and that's why he was corrupted the way he was. Uh, I can't remember what their fucking evil name is though. They have a name when they're evil. Oh, but, so. Um, the trolls we're getting, are they the jacked trolls, or they just kind of look like trolls still? No, they're... they're well, jacked trolls are another thing, but... Um, no, what what you're getting is actually upright-standing trolls. Yeah, I want the jacked trolls. I want the burly male trolls. They might add them as a customization option at some Ooh. point, because I don't know if you saw, but they're actually doing that for the humans. Uh, you can get a, a thin human or a really bulky yoked out human as part of the whole Kul'Taras thing, because a lot of the the, the, the sailor-based uh, humans are pretty fucking ripped. So, yeah. Um, it, it's very much a thing. So, wouldn't surprise me if they add those kind of options, but, of course, with the new options you're going to have, you also have stuff such as upright-standing orcs and trolls, so we will see how that goes. Oh, and I just looked it up. Eridar is what a corrupted... Uh, What's it called? Draenei is, so to speak. Mm. So, but yeah, um, that release date is... Oh, that's the other thing. They announced a release date, and the ETA uh, for the game is on or before September 21st, 2018. Which, a couple things. Number one, that means the current patch we're in now will be the patch we stay at for at least another six, seven months. Uh, because, of course, they'll release a pre-patch you know, a pre -patch to kind of get the game ready which is kind of their practice. Sure. Uh, so that means whatever we have now uh, is pretty much it for this expansion. So thoughts, I will say, personally, I think this expansion was a fucking success. So Yeah, they seem to have done some good stuff in this. Yeah, a lot of really good kind of like, I think it's kind of good quality of life changes with the leveling experience. It obviously made sense that they introduced four new races and like, oh yeah, well, we're also going to kind of do this. Uh, six technically. Which uh, which of the two that I missed? Um, the troll and the dwarf. Well, yeah, uh, fair enough. Okay, yeah, so six new allied races. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I think this is uh, this has gone well. But yeah, for those of you wow people out there, uh, yeah, your your ETA looks like it's going to be September twenty first right now. Of course, that will change. And again, September twenty first is a Friday. So shout outs to wow for. If they do release on the 21st, I'm so glad it's going to be on a fucking Friday because that means I can stay home and play the game for at least a day without having any eruptions. So, oh, that's I hate it when it released on Tuesday. That's why I hate it. I hate it when it comes out on a fucking Tuesday. But, <laughs> and it's weird because it's it's tied down to an old antiquated system of yeah, like, releasing I explained to music you. CDs. Yeah, that's stupid. But I'm glad they're doing this on a Friday. But yeah. Um, just a quick reminder, and I'll keep throwing this out there for you WoW players out there. There are certain things you have between now and the release of the new expansion that you can unlock because when the expansion hits, you will no longer be able to unlock those things. And that is the, uh, special hit mage tower artifact appearance for your weapons. So if you want them, grind them out now, because at this point, uh, when that releases, you will no longer be able to unlock specifically the mage tower or the mythic 15 dungeon achievement. So Get to it, folks. Uh, yeah. And that's it for WoW news for now. Yeah. 
Well, so speaking of Blizzard properties, let's talk about the Destiny shit quickly. Oh, yes. Let's talk about the, uh, the red-headed stepchild of Activision right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Destiny got out there and was another roadmap. Um, for those who are familiar with the road, not familiar with the roadmap, this came out kind of last time. It came out the release of Destiny 2, I think, or closely after, that detailed out kind of what's going on. It's... Well, they did mention another... Um, <clears throat> oh, no, they already did the... the they, no, they did the roadmap shortly after the drama they had with the, the loot box stuff. The experience was, I think? That's no, this, the, that, first the, one. the first one predates that significantly. Ah, okay. Yeah, I... Uh, they detail out lots of stuff they say they're working on. That looks great. They say what patch will probably come in. Also great. I. It's all vague stuff. Uh, they've said, yeah, Season 3 is totally coming, which is fine. I Season 3 seems to be where lots of the big stuff is. It contains like some stuff they've been saying they're doing for, like, it contains private matches. It contains a vault space increase. It contains the multiple emote system they've been talking about. It mm -hmm. adds exotic masterwork system to the game, which uh, the masterwork system has been cool, but at the same time, like it should have been on the exotics maybe first. Yeah, yeah. I, well, they do have some shitty fucking like things for the deployment roadmap. Like, why is the Ikora waypoint fix something to note in a development roadmap? That's a bug that should just be fucking fixed. Well, because it's a big thing, but. Uh. But yeah, so, yeah, looking at this list here, like, okay, the Nightfall scoring and high score tracking, okay, maybe. The emblem and ROE work, I, it doesn't mean anything. It's it's not something that's on my high-priority fucking list. The PC public text chat, that's going to be fun. Because you're going to have people with spamming dumb shit in chat. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. That's kind of why I wasn't super upset there wasn't chat in the PC version. Yeah, which is fucking stupid, because we didn't actually have a fucking keyboard, but that's another thing. Um, I guess they're tuning some of the gameplay and ammo stuff for the Crucible. That's yeah, cool. so they've also gotten out there and talked about how they're tuning stuff up. Um, they're bringing back lots of the skating things, which are things from Destiny 1 that they tried to beat out of Destiny 2. They're bringing back 6v6, and they're trying to speed shit up some, which is not a bad thing, necessarily. Yeah, and, and, and I don't know. If you notice, like, this is what's interesting. Um, if you look at the deployment roadmap they released, on the uh, on the very bottom you have those ones with the asterisks, the stuff that's actually kind of juicy, like the Nightfall Strike unique rewards, the mod system improvements, exotic armor, uh, exotic weapon armor sandbox changes. Those are like, these are stretch goals. Like, it's a fucking Kickstarter. Yeah. That's stupid. Like, those, those, like, take the time. If you need to push it a little bit, but just make sure you get that stuff out when you mention it. Not like, we might get this in later. Like, that's something that looks like it's pretty meaty, and that's the one thing you're going to make a stretch goal? That's stupid. Anyway, yeah. that's just me ranting on it. I'm just kind of salty. But, yeah, if you're looking forward to private matches, you have to wait till May. Yeah, I less time the first time around, but still, not great. I, I yeah, I think I've reached a point where like they either have to have an amazing expansion come out or I'm just kind of done with Destiny, which sucks because I have to play through Destiny to get to the amazing expansion, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh where to go next with this? Uh let's do the Counter-Strike one cuz that's weird. Uh, not weird sure. weird, but like what the fuck still. Uh So, uh Counter-Strike co-creator 
where's this name? Um, Jeff Cliff, Cliff, Cliffy, I don't know how to pronounce his name, has been arrested for uh, exploitation of children. Of a child, sorry. Uh, no for, no comments hit by the police, but yeah, we like to bring up when gaming people do shitty things because you shouldn't do shitty shit like yeah, this. So. No. This is this is t- on the list of shitty things you can do. This is pretty fucking up there. Yeah, like like if you're gonna do shitty things, do things like oh well, I released a game that before it was ready, and people will yell at you for that, and then life will move on because it's the internet. Don't fucking do shit like this. Don't this sexually is- exploit a child. No, God, no. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Let's, can I, I just officially for public record like to say, if you're this kind of person, you're a shitty human being, and I don't ever want to be. Hard stance there. SWS <laughs> coming out against pedophilia as bad. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about goat fuckers and, like, apparently my obsession with fucking goats, uh, as Charlie has made up and spread around. Uh, but this is where something we don't, we don't, for the lack of a better word, fuck with. Um this is this is shitty, and I'm glad he got arrested, and I hope they fucking throw the book at him. Yeah, and I, legal stuff aside, Valve's response to this, which has been an immediate suspension of him, and saying, we don't know the details yet, but he's like, until we're comfortable with the situation, he's out. Yeah, that's, which is that, That's what you want, which is a lot better than a lot of other companies have done in the past, which is what makes this worth talking about in any way, shape, or form, aside for it's shitty, don't do this. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Val, for that speedy and solid fucking response. Especially yes. with like especially with the atmosphere today with like the Me Too movement and all the stuff that's been going on with some of these high profile people. I, I know it's not video game related, but like It's with, all with entertainment. The, like it's all part yeah. of one larger thing. Yeah, with this with this very much this like kind of atmosphere of what's going on, especially when it comes to like sexual exploitation and assault and all that. A it's strong nice stance that, like, is good. Yes. So if you uh, if if you uh, take like a different stance on that, you're you're probably a terrible human being as well. And please don't listen to this podcast if you're kind of okay with this chess guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. And and again, that's of course my opinion. Uh, on that matter. But yeah, kudos to Valve for taking such a quick fucking response. A lot better than a lot of these companies, like you mentioned. Yeah. So. Yeah. While we're talking about Valve, though, um, not negative thing, uh, a lot of articles have gone around about how Xbox may buy Valve or whatever in response to his lack of exclusives or something like that. Mm-hmm. This isn't so much news as it is someone wrote an article. That article has now been like a thought piece on basically it's like why it would make sense for Valve to get bought by Xbox or something or vice versa, for Xbox to buy Valve technically. There have been no real rumors about that, except for probably people in the business going like, hey, wouldn't it make sense with our new push to buy these people or something? Why it's worth bringing up is every fucking news outlet out there has now spun up articles about, like, Xbox is buying Valve and Bluepoint and Sony and the Moon or some other bullshit like that. (laughs) And this is more a comment on, we do not work in the business end of the game industry. Hell, we barely work in the game industry, technically. And this is, I suspect, kind of like normal businesses. People talk about doing things all the time. It doesn't always happen. And it's really weird our news article being there isn't news on this. It's just rumors. And we do not tackle rumors. So if you were hoping us to talk about this, or if you've been buying into this and are now like frantically trying to find an alternative to Valve, calm the fuck down. <laughs> 
yes, the Xbox has some major exclusivity issues. Would on paper, given its recent push, it make sense for it to buy Valve? Sure. But at the same time, like, do you really want to be the company that buys Valve and something has to figure out, like, the deep... Dep- like, Microsoft is a fairly clean company. Valve, when you look at what Valve is pushing in Steam or being allowed to... Or is okay with in Steam, there's so much fucking junk in there. Yeah, I... That it is. <laughs> yeah, there's so much. It's like, would it be awesome to own Valve? Sure. Do you actually want to own Valve with just the weirdness that is Steam? I don't actually know. But yes, people, stop freaking the fuck out about that. It's just people talking about things. It's maybe not going to happen. Maybe it will. Maybe we'll have one monopoly in all of video games called Game Corp in the next couple of years. I don't know. But at the same time, if that's a big issue to you, that's how businesses work, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah. But I guess last on our news stuff, um, we have the story of a very weird charity stream for PUBG. And I initially put this on our news because I thought Alex was in this tournament. Turns out he was not. No, negative. Uh, but very publicly in a very kind of public-facing stuff, competitive tournament i think right yeah it so it was it's for those of you who don't know and it's i think it's officially ended this week yeah or but um pubg has decided to team up with extra life for those of you guys don't know we sws has in fact participated in extra life in the past i've been doing it for the last five years i believe charlie has done it for the last few years as well um is a charity that of course raises money for children's miracle network hospitals across the united states and canada and all that stuff Check out our stuff. We do that stuff on the side there with SWS itself. Yeah. Um. So they've teamed up with uh the creators of PUBG. Uh, I guess they rebranded themselves and they call themselves uh PUBG Corporation. I think is a thing now. I don't know. I if think you it's heard about always that. been that. Well, they used to be just under Blue Hole, but now they're, they're still actually... under Blue Hole. Yeah, they've always yeah, they been PUBG are. Corp. I think. Okay. Well, yeah. So they put they teamed up, and what they're doing is for this whole week during the five day marathon, you could create actually a special custom. Extra Life page, and any money raised during that time, uh, PUBG Corporation was going to match it up to $300,000. So that was part of the thing they were doing was they had streams going on uh, for like the whole five days. And I guess they had a tournament, and it just so happens this one guy uh, was caught cheating. So well, that let's was... Back uh, up. It's not totally clear if he was indeed cheating but based on videos and all that jazz, it sure looks like he was. It fucking looks a lot like it. Fucking uh, aimbots. Yeah. That, uh... Looks like it's uh, a thing, because apparently, like, it's not just that. There's also, um... What is it? Uh, apparently, there's, like, other things, like, he was lobbing grenades, and they're like, how does he even know he's there? How yeah. does he know he's flanking and this and that? Like... It's it's kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. No, it's 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 very much a thing, and it happened. But it's kind of shitty. Like, if you're gonna do a charity stream, don't fucking cheat. <laughs> yeah. I think that goes without fucking saying. Yeah, this was just so dumb. I'm like, this is. I was really hoping you were part of this, so you could be like, oh shit, I got killed by that guy. <laughs> 
No, no, no. Uh, I'm going to have to take a hard pass on doing something. Oh, I had such dreams. <laughs> such dreams. But, yeah, that's going to do it for news this week. Uh, which means it's time to talk about the hunting of monsters, if you will. The monster hunter. We got some emails about this this week. I may try and roll in. I apologize if that complicates things. If you're hoping to be in the email section, I'll just try and leave them there if I can. Uh, but so, yeah, Monster Hunter is kind of the new hotness right now. Um, I come from the Monster Hunter community with a message for all you YouTubers and streamers out there. Stop making videos about, quote, the best weapon in Monster Hunter. There isn't one. What are you talking about? There isn't a best weapon. There is no such thing as best in Monster Hunter. There is better and there is high-end gear, but there isn't a best weapon. I don't believe you. <laughs> By the very nature of the game, and given how kind of it plays, there is no best anything. Ah. So then, okay, as a guy who's very new to the Monster Hunter world and just kind of knowing what that is in general... Fill me in. Okay, so I, I think we've talked about it in the past some, but Monster Hunter is a very simple game in which you hunt monsters of increasing size and difficulty. It's with the goal of killing them and turning their parts into better and cooler gear. Uh, uh -huh. It has, as of right now, it has 14 different weapons in the game. Some weapons, while functioning similar-ish, all 14 weapons are relatively unique to each other, and Kind of the fun of Monster Hunter is if you're really not enjoying a weapon, try a different weapon type because they do they really change how the game plays. I was personally, I started off the game playing with dual blades, thought they were boring because I want something a little bit more technical, went to the, um, what's called the Insect Glaive, which is one of the more technical weapons period in the game. It's got kind of system stacked on top of system. You can vault all over the place and... And I moved over to something called the Switch Axe, ultimately. So, Dual mm. Blades kind of plays like a slasher. Like, you could almost say it's like, I don't know, like Onimusha to a certain extent. Uh, not Onimusha, like, um, Dynasty. It's, it's, they're fast. They don't hit hard, but you can kind of get it now. Like, I'd say like, it's a God of War, almost, or something. And then the Insect Glaive kind of plays like Bayonetta or, like, Devil May Cry. Because you are literally pole vaulting onto the back of monsters, and you're like, doing sick air combos and I'm on the switchblade which is uh, the switch axe which is literally an axe which is slow as shit but kind of has some awesome like when you get the rhythm going you can just pound on something as so long as you have stamina and that transforms into a lightsaber and then you can pound on stuff you don't have power for that like it's it's more deliberate and my progression from it was I want some of those higher DPS because I was soloing a bunch and the insect glaive is super cool but it's definitely kind of playing as a team weapon because it's designed to bring stuff down so you all can wail on it easily. Mm. But yeah, it's the game's built around zones. It's open world-ish kind of thing. It's got a gathering and a crafting component. Like, it, it, if you take a look at games I really like, there are many games that are no... Uh, Monster Hunter World and, and Warframe, the two games I'm playing a lot of right now, are some of intentionally the grindiest games ever. And what I like about them, though, is the grind is fun. Like, I I just got done building most of the um, Anjara, Anjanar, uh, the, the purple, uh, the Barney of Doom for some of you streamers out there. 
It's a giant purple dinosaur that breathes fire. And a T-Rex. I just got done building most of the armor set for him. And it took me a couple hours to like, hunt him down enough times. So I had to grind him out in the forest. I was I was tracking him down, putting him... Once I learned him, he was relatively... It just took time at that point. It was fun because it's like, okay, so I'm probably trying to duck and run out of this now. I'm working up. I was using a water-based weapon at the time because he's weak to water. Like, the, the game has obnoxious depth. And is super bad about showing you that depth. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this is probably going to be easier if you start off asking me questions about stuff, Alex. I'm, let me ask you what questions. Um, what weapon are you using right off the bat? Um, using the dual blades. That's a good starter weapon. Yeah, I was looking at it. They at least had the, uh, I guess, the difficulty on each of the weapons with star rating. Yeah. And so I guess the, the, the dual blades has three stars for good for beginners or excellent for beginners. And since I'm kind of new to it, I figured, like, well, let me see that. And you did mention that you could always switch it up at any time. Yeah. And, like, I also looked and... Recraft, yeah, plenty of yeah. options. Yeah, the one thing we're running into is you have to recraft weapons for your level, but at the same time, it's like, oh, no, I need materials. Okay, grind out those materials. Yeah, which I don't mind. I come from World of Warcraft, which is a grind fest in its own. Yeah. So I, the grind has never been an issue as long as it's towards a goal that you can see, so to speak, I guess. But yeah, um, it, it, hmm, I don't really know what else. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm using dual blades, pretty much. Dual blades are a good starter weapon. Yeah, uh, like I said, I, I I haven't had a chance to experience a lot of the other ones. I just picked the ones because I thought they looked cool. The du- the duplies just look cool. Yeah, they, I like them. So I, I went with that. Like Bloodborne, Monster Hunter is a game of looking cool. I yeah. have totally sacrificed armor level for a while, or armor kind of quality, or exactly what I wanted because it looked fucking cool. And I'm like, that's what I want to look like right now. I don't totally recommend this, but to a certain extent, like if you think something looks cool. Go with it. It's cool. Just don't yeah. suck at the game. Yeah, you got a roll feature for a reason. Yeah. And uh, unlike, uh, I don't think there's a stamina gauge for the roll, is there? Ah, uh, yes, there most certainly is. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it then yet because I just started kind of randomly rolling around. Yeah, you'll deplete it pretty quickly. I. So, have you hunted anything yet, or you just kind of played through the prologue? I just played through the prologue. I didn't really do too much. Sure. So. Yeah, which which I should have done a lot better, but like I said, I was just kind of trying to play into it a little bit and get used to it. Mainly because, like, well, first of all, it has a character customization screen, which you know I will fucking take forever on. That Even thing in is our videos, stupid in depth. It is, and that's the thing. Like, my character is, has heterochromia, I guess, because I gave him two different color eyes. Uh, but, like, yeah, I just... I got stuck a long time in that fucking character creation. I spent like an hour and a half on mine. Yeah, like, I'm like... I literally, the game came out, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this game. And by that, I mean, I'm going to use the character reader, then go to bed at midnight. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, okay, I, I spend too long on that. And even then, to be honest with you, the fact that I'm so early on to the game, I might just delete that fucking character and, and redo a new one just because I would prefer to look it, look that way. Like, I, I haven't 100% decided yet. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's... I will say, kudos for the fucking in-depth... I've never seen a game give you the option where you can do two different color eyes. That's yeah. pretty fucking cool. And then you can, like, change the luster on them if you want. Yeah, which is pretty fucking cool, because then you can RP a story about how you've got a magic yeah. eye. So. Uh, for the record, once you get good armor, you'll see your character's face a hell of a lot less. But Yeah, but still, you've got a magic eye. Yeah, you do, but there's no magic in this world, so shut up. Magic eye, Charlie! That's how I hunt monsters so good. 
Sure. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that accent came from when it came to Hunted Monsters, but sure. Um, but yeah, so... It, the, the, anyway, character creation is very in-depth. And I, I like the way the game kind of introduces you to a few things. Like, I, I'm tired of really shitty, over-the-top tutorials where they have to literally hold your hand through everything. Oh, this is quite the opposite. You'll be like, where's no. a hand to hold? Yeah, it's like, uh, okay. Like, they give you, like, enough text for you to kind of like, okay, this is the, this is this. Okay. And then it said exit tutorial. I'm like, wait, what? Where's the actual, like, tutorial part? No, it's like, here, read this, and good luck. It feels like I'm back in English class back in high school. Like, yeah. here, read this, good luck. So, yes, and some people will find that frustrating. You will eventually find that frustrating. But at the same time, like it's the answers are in the game. You just have to look occasionally harder than you want. Mm. But yeah, so uh, initial stuff, like I said, I didn't get a chance to do too much of it, but I will say it it, it looks really nice. Uh it, it, I like the movement. It very much kind of in a weird way reminds me of Onimusha or like Devil May Cry. Yeah. But again, those are both Capcom franchises. It kind of so. should. Like it's got that style going on. Yeah. And the thing is, it's, it's, it's a fluid style. Like I think I had mentioned it before, but um, it doesn't feel like, what was the word we used earlier to describe it? Like you, 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 you hit the nail right on the head where you said it's kind of weird in a... Or like broken oh, that, in a really that good way. game has some like I, I will never claim any Monster Hunter game has been a like perfect game. Like that game always has some jank to it. It's always got some sharp edges, and they're kind of part of the weird charm of that game. That's what it yeah, like it has a little bit of janky-ish movement, but not anything where it's like, oh, this movie's just janky to be bad. Like it, it works for that game. Yeah, so I I guess to run it down quickly, like, uh, weapons kind of fall into a couple categories, and it's worth keeping track of this. You kind of have big melee weapons, small melee weapons, and range shit. And yeah. big melee weapons are fucking slow. They got to wind up on them. Like, you'll be move-canceling. Like, And those are typically stuff like the, the greatsword, the hammer, which is a surprisingly fast weapon, but that makes no goddamn sense. Uh, the lances and the um, the switch axe, which I'm using, and the faster stuff like the um, I don't know about the charge blade. That one's a weird one. It's kind of both, I guess, but like because it works as both. But I, on the flip side, you then have the uh, hunting knife. I think it's the short. It's the sword and shield. Uh huh. The dual blades, the insect glaive, and I fuck I'm forgetting one, but I don't think I am. Um, Isn't there like a gun lance or something? Uh, that's like part that? of the lance. That's that's a heavy thing. That's a that's a, del- a that's a slow and deliberate. Like it's if you're looking to dodge in and out, the light stuff is for you. Like and the 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 sword and shield has the benefit of it's the only weapon in the game you can use health equipment without holstering. Oh. You can use items when you, uh, everything else you have to put your weapon away to use an item. That's the only one you can like hold and like use health potions still while active with it. Okay. It's All a little right. detail that some people hate, but it's also like, no, I have a giant sword the size of my body. I can't one hand that shit to drink a potion. No fucking way. That'd be dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I sorry, where are we going? Again, yeah, and then you've got range stuff, which in previous games didn't fucking work really. <laughs> Because aiming was bad, mm-hmm. and they're but now they have that lock-on system. Yeah, right? it's a lot better now. Like, it, yes, they they are better. 
Mm. And while range is for cowards, range is actually kind of fun occasionally too, and it does make flying enemies a hell of a lot easier. Yeah, didn't you mention that you probably thought I picked a ranged weapon because I am a coward when it comes to fighting? No, no. I, I said ranged weapons are for cowards, and then you said, well, I will probably pick range, and then I called you a coward. Oh, okay. Well, when you put it like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, it's it's interesting. I, I haven't tried any of the ranged weapons at all yet. Like I said, I, my yeah, weapon it, stuff is very limited. The best pro tip I can give to people is when you get into the actual game and you get past kind of that opening, the character creation, the tutorial, all that stuff, is go so go into your room, which is right next to that kind of big table. There's a little space called your room, and there's a palico in there. Talk to him and he'll take you to the training fields. You have every weapon type in the game available to you from the start. Yes, I saw that. Mm -hmm. Go and figure out which one you want to play with. And kind of like double down on that. You can swap whenever you want. There's no class system. But it, like, the, it, it really is almost 14 different combat systems in the game all rolled into one. They just happen to share buttons. Like, it's... Even like even the charge lance and the sword and shield, which are kind of similar because one is also a so a sword and shield kind of situation. Like mm -hmm. they're both swords and shields. One just is a one just is kind of a traditional, and one is one that you occasionally press a button and you change your shield into a giant fucking axe to beat on shit with. Mm -hmm. Like they both block. They both have similar mechanics. But they're so different because one is kind of a basic hack and slash and dodge and block, and the other one has a like overheat gauge going on because you gotta burn that power you generate as a sword and sh as the charge lands as the charge swords guy because it's a charge sword it it overheats. It's yeah, it's it's bad for beginners. But if you're into sword and shield and want something more complicated, it's it does stuff. Mm -hmm. So what is so of all the weapons you've tried so far, the one you have right now is your favorite, the lightsaber sword. Yeah, I'm using the switch axe right now because I want. A, I personally love the great sword, which is just a giant meat cleaver of a weapon, but it can be a little. I'm not gonna call it boring because like playing that thing well is just mm, perfecto. Like you, you land that solid hit as that thing's charging you, you and you stun it. Oh, it, it's one of the. It, when you do the thing with that weapon you were trying to do, oh, it's just, mwah. It's it's so good. And that's why I love the melee weapons in the game. Like, the big, heavy ones, like, you'll have these great ones where something will be charging you, and you'll go for your power swing, and you'll catch it, and the head is right about to hit you, and you stun it sideways or something, and you're just like, yeah, I meant to do that. Mm -hmm. But it takes timing and practice to do that, and... Uh, the the great sword has, I think, technically speaking, only like six moves, really, and the charge axe, just because it has a secondary form, has twice that. And the charge mode is kind of the sorry, the switch axe, the the lightsaber mode is a totally different set of moments for a kind of thing. Like its specialty move is you plunge your sword into some, the sword mode into something, mash triangle to overcharge it. And it kind of does a chainsaw move. You keep doing damage, and it explodes off of it, and you go flying backwards. It forces itself back into axe mode. It's, it's, it's a really cool moment where you like knock something out with the axe mode, get in a rapid swing combo, shift mid combo, so you're now in sword, 
get that awesome triangle switch axe sword mode thing where you're just whirlwind slicing into that thing and then for your finisher you plunge the sword in overcharge it and blow its stump and blow its tail off or something like it's such a cool moment you're like yeah that was badass let's do it again mm. yeah no it, it it's interesting i kind of wish i had played more going into this uh but like i said i did watch some of the videos and all yeah. that stuff and it looks really cool and i know i know there's like some history behind the whole Monster Hunter thing because it's rarely even in rarely in the U.S. anyway because it's, it's kind of one of those. It's been around like so to tell you how Monster Hunter like the early years of Monster Hunter it went PS2 to fucking not the Vita the PSP was the second Monster Hunter game and in some ways that's when it actually took off. Uh huh. Because internet on the PSP was way better than internet on the PS2 like. It's been kind of like kicking around for a little while ever since. I it made the jump to Nintendo consoles eventually, and there it stayed for a long time. To the point where people that are big fans of the camera are like, "Oh, but it's not coming to Switch. It's never coming to Switch. You could not run that game on the Switch. It's too much of a game." Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like, oh, they betrayed Nintendo. No, they just made a really fucking good Monster Hunter game finally, <laughs> or not finally. They've all been pretty good, okay, but like. This one's real fucking good. Like, this is the one you can recommend to people who have never played the franchise before as not a bad place to get in on the action. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I like that they've got it around now. It looks good. I just, like I said, I wish I had played more into it. So, yeah. um, give, give me a little, like, as a guy who's going new into it, like, or just new to franchise in general, what what advice would you give somebody like me who's... Uh, the biggest piece of advice is find a weapon you like. It's find a weapon you like because that will really color how the rest of the game feels for you. Like, it's... You're going to... You're going to fail on a hunt eventually. Um, I have yet to do that in the game, but I've also been playing these games for... Uh, in this game, I've, I've been knocked out twice, and mm. that was... I think both were, like... Uh, yeah, I, both were kind of my dumb mistake. Like, you will make a dumb mistake. You will have a moment where you get stun-locked in something, and you just go, well, I'm going to die. I had full health two seconds ago. Like, that's going to happen, and that's kind of part of the game. Like, it's... It, you, you will eventually find yourself in a situation where you'll be hunting something, and something bigger and badder will show up and fuck up your entire plan. Mm-hmm. And kind of that's a learning experience because part of that situation should also be like i turn those monsters against each other then like learn to run away occasionally it's okay to run like the monsters will also run away from you eventually too when you do enough damage like the game uh, uh, the game is a game of flow and i guess i'll take you from start of the start of a hunt to an end of a hunt so I'm talking about a hunt, I'm talking about doing a mission. There's a whole kind of free roam mode in the game, which is a whole separate thing. Uh, I'll talk about it in a second, I guess, too. Uh, so, the first thing you should do after you accept a mission is go eat, actually. Um, go to the canteen and eat. If you forget to, eat when you get inside the hunting area, because that's also a possibility. Uh, partially because you get an awesome cutscene, especially the one at the canteen, but food gives you buffs ranging from like extra attack points to, like, stamina up strength up and like attack up like it's the game will give you missions to improve your things you can eat do them immediately because they're really important mm-hmm. yeah and i know that's one of the things they talk about as far as tips goes is like yeah. yes you need definitely need to uh 
eat before any hunt. Uh, first and foremost, like that's number yeah. one first thing to do. Fucking eat. Fucking eat. Go to go to the muscular chef. Get some food and just chill for a second. Like you at like major improvements made in the game. You can eat when you're in standby mode or when you're about to be in standby mode. So you can post a quest, wait for people to join or join someone else's quest, and you can still get that food before you deploy. Like, it's it's part of now kind of the waiting system lobby almost. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, yeah, it's all that. Pro- and like I said, I, I kind of like that whole little setup. Like, it's like, yeah. okay, eat, get all your stuff prepped up beforehand, like... All that, like, like I said, I, 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 the initial part is, is kind of does a really good way of kind of telling you what you need to do without actually, like I mentioned before, it doesn't fucking hold your hand. Like it's like, hey, you should probably do this first. Like it doesn't say you need to do this. Walk over here, press this, this, this. Like it's, it's, it's kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it kind of just makes sense. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a game of deliberate choice, I guess, and the deliberate choice should be like you have to engage with the system. So like. I guess like it's um like always make stuff your stuff make sure your stuff is restocked too. Like it's the the game will not refill all of your health potions. Either you have to go make more of them or pull them out of your stash. Like and I guess what we're talking about that there's an auto crafting menu you can go into and it's buried inside the crafting thing. But like turn auto craft on for stuff you use frequently because when you're out in the field and you gather those parts, the game will just make more of it for you automatically based on the parts you gather. Oh, that's pretty Yeah, cool. so like it's like a pro tip is have potion and mega potion or super potion, whatever it's called, ready to like in your auto list. So when you're gathering herbs, it'll just automatically make potions. And when you get honey, it'll turn those potions directly into the super potions or mega the healing items automatically. So like you can keep going. Like the flow of the game should always be you're like, so I'm getting ahead of myself. So after you're, de- after you're out in the kind of deployment area, you'll typically have 50 minutes or so. You'll have a time limit for to achieve your objective. Check the supply box. The game will throw you some free health items and like quest-dependent items. If you forgot to stock up on your items you always use, go in the tent. You, for the first time in Monster Hunter history, you can access your box from the field and like, if you have a bunch of, make sure you have a clean inventory too. Like all the stuff you don't need, don't carry it with you. You'll have yeah. access to it whenever you need because you now can have access to it. Like if you think you might want to trap something, bring some traps, bring some smoke grenades. But at the same time, if you don't plan on using it, don't bring it. Travel lean so you can get all the materials you can so you can dump them in your box when you need them later. Like I had a quest where I, I was doing free roam and I started I was like, okay, I'm like I've hunted some of these guys down. I'm going to trap a couple now, too, because I haven't been doing that a lot lately. And I'm like, oh, shit, I don't have any traps on me. I don't have any traps in my box, either. Went back, I'm like, but I have a shit ton of spider web and ivy so I can make nets, so I can make pitfall traps. And, like, I went from having no traps to, like, 30 traps in the span of, like, 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, part of the game is gathering. Part of the game, like, it's the, if you see resources you don't you know you're kind of low on, just grab them out in the field. Like, it's the... The goal is always to be hunting a monster of some kind, but like, don't ignore the stuff as you path. Like, as you go, and like, get every footprint you come across because it adds to your overall knowledge. And then you can look at information when you're not in the field about like, oh, this thing's weak to something. Like, the game has gauges that go up in the background that are based mm-hmm. on you engaging with everything. Like, it's 
it's really tempting just to follow the scout flies directly to your target, but like you're going to be missing out on all the items you're going to use to craft stuff. Again, not everything you craft comes from monsters. Like it's the flashbang grenades are lightning bugs and you have to find them they're all over the place but you have to stop and actually like find them yeah it's like so like okay so back to kind of the flow of it like you'll be tromping through the woods or the desert or the coral gardens or whatever and like gathering stuff as you go tracking the path looking for clues etc etc if you notice there's other clues to another monster you're not following keep an eye out for that it's very common to get in a fight with a monster and have another monster show up, or if you're really lucky, you can trick the monsters into fighting each other. So always have an exit strategy, kind of, too, like, or have, like, a way to get out of it. You get a ghillie suit eventually. That makes you undetectable to monsters for a amount of time as the gauge goes down. It's not my favorite mantle, but at the same time, like, it's a good one to get out of tough situations, especially when soloing, because it's instagone. Mm -hmm. Or you can carry flash, like, the smoke grenades with you. They'll also do a pretty good job. Yeah. But yeah, so it's uh, the flow of combat will be you'll find the monster, you'll fight it for some time, whatever your weapon is, that will kind of affect flow of combat. Uh, it'll take enough damage and it will flee and you'll have to track it down again. Uh, while you're doing this, keep an, keep an eye on your supplies and also your weapon sharpness. Like, it's it's very easy to forget about weapon sharpness. Like So when the monster runs, don't pursue it immediately. Maybe take a chance to kind of take stock of your situation Get your gear back up. Make sure you have full health and all the items you think you'll need. Moving on, like if you need to craft more shit in the field before you double down on follow on tracking it down again. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like it's like for instance, my um my my switch axe. It goes from sharp to kind of neutral sharp really quickly because it's an axe. Like it's it's kind of a blunt weapon. But so like the loop for me is I'll kill I'll, I'll hurt something. I'll get it down. It'll run. I'm immediately sharpening because if something ambushes me, I want that damage. Or when I find it, I want that boosted damage. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense. Yeah. And it's a thing It's a thing that you cannot do in combat because it's like a solid chunk of time animation that you can't move in. You can dodge out of it, then you don't get the benefit from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's kind of a rinse and repeat, and eventually, like, it's the... You'll go through this a couple times, and there's kind of a zen to it where you'll do your damage, you'll get, you'll get your, like, doing the thing moment, and then it will stop, and that's like, okay, what do I got? Oh, shit, I went through a lot of health potions on that. What am I doing wrong? Or did I just get some lucky hits in? Like, okay, but I need to replenish all that stuff real quick. Hmm. Well, it looks like there's a lot of little hidden layers in this. There's thing. tons of hidden layers. Like, I, yeah. Some people call this thing the, like, it's, it's an action game for fighting game fans. That would be a pretty good analysis, it sounds like. Yeah, it, that's it's pretty there, astute. Yeah, there, there's tech, there's matchups, there's like there's elemental weaknesses, and there's like there's elemental ha there's environmental hazards. Like I, in the first zone you'll be in the um the forest, there are like situations you can drop giant boulders from the ceilings on things to ensnare and knock them out and stuff like that. Like it's. By playing the game, you'll learn where certain monsters run off to and, like, where their nests are and shit, like, and where are good places to, like, poison with meat or poison meat. Uh, that's another important thing to go into. Uh, hunt herbivores. Why? Uh -huh. You get meat from them. You can turn that meat into stuff that gives you stamina. And, like, your gauges don't start off max. They start off full, but those items you can use to temporarily extend all of that stuff off 
and the bar you can refill to that point. It's not like it's a, it doesn't drop off. It's like, like you can uh, you can add almost like I think it's like twenty five percent more onto your stamina gauge by just eating a well done steak, mm. which you have to make, admittedly. But huh. yeah, no, it's it's um, like I said, once I get more teeth into it, I'd love to yeah definitely go more into it. But yeah, no, like like the game itself looks a lot a lot of fun, and it's it's kind of nice seeing Capcom push something out considering. They've kind of had some less than stellar recent. Releases. Yeah, and this team's always been out there, just kind of doing it. It's like, yeah, it's like it's Monster Hunter. It's Monster Hunter games, even when they're bad, are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially also now it's on an actual like console. Yeah. Because they last time was on a fucking PSP, which is like okay. Well, last one was on a 3DS, but oh, sorry, 3DS. Yeah. This is it, it's pretty cool. I, I, I like it. I said whatever I've dabbled in so far it looks like it's been pretty fun. Yeah, it's I, if you're jumping into this game thinking it's gonna be like an easy game to figure out all of it, no. Like I, I've I've been playing these games for a long ass time, and I still occasionally figure out stuff for it. Like it's and I kind of started off at the top joking there is no best weapon. There's high end gear. Don't get me wrong, but like. If you think this is like Destiny where you can get the broken weapon, if you suck with that weapon class, you're still going to fucking suck. Yeah. Not everyone gets the Prometheus lens. Well, there is no Prometheus lens. Like, it's one of these things where it's like Destiny is a game about shooting things. Like, even from two very similar weapons, like the charge, uh, the switch axe versus the uh, large blade or the great blade, the great sword, uh, they handle so differently your timing will be off if you try and apply one to the other. Like, it's... You will find a weapon eventually that you're like, this is what I want to use. Mm-hmm. Which I think is great, because yeah. it kind of just really, really appeals to the, the... Bring, you know, bring the, 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 the style, I guess. You just kind of like the style that it plays with. It's good. I wanted to say bring the player, not the class, which is like the, the old WoW line. Yeah. They've kind of been pushing as far as the philosophy goes, where all the classes are very viable. It's just... You know, depends on your playstyle, so to speak. Which I think, it, from the sound of it, it sounds like they've done a really good job with that uh, in Monster Hunter because that's always kind of hard to do, considering you have very unique playstyles, but you want to make sure they're balanced enough that they're the same across the board. Yeah, and for I, the most part, some dumb reviews have been out there where it's like, "Oh, there's no PvP in the game." PvP in this game would suck. Half the yeah, weapons I don't see would it. work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't see it. Well, especially because like my so like one of my favorite things you can do with um some of the way big weapons is like so my switch axe I can launch friendly players in the air with it so they can come down on stuff it's it it's both an offensive move because it's an uppercut move but it's also a launcher for people I play with mm-hmm. and it's meant to do that at the same time like there are weapons in the game that can trip other players like uh you samurai sword loving motherfuckers. Remember, your sword swing is huge and fast and gets in everyone else's way. That's actually, now that you mentioned that, is, is there player damage? Like, you could accidentally hurt another you player? You can't hurt each other as far as I know. I Don't quote me on that. I actually have never bothered to look into that one. But you can, like, mm. interrupt. Like, you, you can mess other people's flow up if you're not careful. Mm, okay. Like, the, the weapons will clash kind of thing? Uh, it's more like tripping, I guess. Like, it's possible. Like, you'll... Not clash, but like if I get hit with someone else's sword swing, that'll interrupt my movement, regardless of what I'm doing. Gotcha. Okay. All right, that makes sense. Hmm. 
Well, that looks like it. It looks like fun. I definitely. I mean, I'm not gonna be surprised if we don't do a stream at some point. Like, it would surprise me if we did. Yeah. To be honest with you, it's a so. pretty cool game. Yeah, and it's. Yeah, I like. I guess other advice for starting players like don't like the multiplayer system is kind of bad. It could be a lot better, and like maybe don't engage with it right off the bat. Like, this is gonna sound shitty, but like really learn to play before you go play with other people because you're missing out on like learning to play if you're just relying on other people. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. There's lots of stuff to learn. There's lots of weapons to deliver like, to figure out which ones you want to do. Like also understand like not every weapon is good for every monster. Like my, my beloved switch axe, not the best against flyers. Mm-hmm. I'm making it work, but yeah. Well, again, it's it's your style. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's real good. <laughs> Turns into a lightsaber. Yeah, I don't think we've ever, as far as I've been on this podcast, I don't think we've ever had a, a thing where we actually had a game was the main topic. We've done it once or we? twice, I think. Destiny was it at one point. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think I don't know if I was on for that. No, yeah, I was because Jeff doesn't play Destiny. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, we've done so many episodes I don't remember. <laughs> Yeah, they all blur together a little bit. I, you got any more general questions? I guess. Um, no. Other than like, we should definitely at some point play together and yes. do some stream stuff. I'd I'd love oh, to get into that. That reminds me. Um, when you play multiplayer, uh, monster health goes all goes up. Well, that makes sense. The balance for the party size, but it doesn't that, right? scale good. Oh, it scales. It bad. scales all the way, assuming you have four players. Oh fuck! So you definitely want to play with a four-man team, uh, or at the same time, if you're doing a two-man team, you both bring your palicos along with you, so mm-hmm. that can kind of balance it out some. It's three-man teams where it gets sticky. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, you don't have a. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it, it, palicos can kind of work as a backup support. They, they'll heal you a bunch and stuff, and. Mm-hmm. Like, so you can kind of choose to ignore some of the other. It's like, okay, I'm just going to fucking do this shit and they'll keep us healed. Three man, it, it, there's no one in the background healing you anymore and you still have a slight damage disadvantage. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like, fucking do multiplayer. Multiplayer is great. You find a good group of people, friend request them and stuff. Like, it's, it's a surprisingly friendly game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, it, it looks like it'd be a lot of fun online and like i said once i dabble more into it i definitely want to jump into that it 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 looks like a fun game it doesn't look like it's gonna be shitty and, and i already bought the deluxe edition so <laughs> uh sucker i you know i always do it charlie like there's no avoiding me doing that shit like i enjoy that's that sweet what I do. samurai armor i don't even have that yet i know when does that fucking show up uh technically you can claim it but oh yeah, we we'll probably talk about it more in the future. Muy bueno. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. The first time you take down a big monster all by yourself, you feel like a man or a woman, but like an awesome person either way. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I made that thing dead. Yeah. This it's- also kind of satiates your, your bloodlust for eating all the different animals on the planet in a weird way. Yeah. It's your VR version of that. <laughs> I wouldn't quite go that far, but like it, I, Monster Hunter is a game about doing the thing. I know it's a super useless phrase, 
But like, as I've said many times, when you do the thing, you know you did the thing. And like, I've had some really fun moments playing with people where like, I've jumped off a cliff and gotten my like weapon out in midair and slammed down a monster, killing it. And like, yeah, you did the thing just then. <laughs> and you feel real cool. Watch out, he did the thing! Yeah, I, like any time the monster's charging me and I manage to get my combo off and it like smacks it in the face and knocks it over so like it goes to the side and we all just beat on it then. Yeah, you did the thing Ooh. then too. And you're like, yeah, I meant to do that. And I, it's like a fighting game. You will get better and better at doing the thing the more you played it. Like, high-level play. Like This is unfortunate with those douchey-ass games where you complete the story arc, and then you're like, and now the real game begins. Mm-hmm. But it, the story is okay, too. It's a fun ride. Like, there's some dumb segments in that game. <laughs> there is some fun-ass shit. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna hunt Godzilla at least once. Yeah, I I look forward to it personally. Yeah, it looks fun. I just hope I don't get Destiny queued. I so I if you find me on Reddit ever, I famously said like I'd be okay with them adding loot boxes to this game. Like there are no loot boxes in the game. Like it's this is a grind ass game. A lot of the DLC for it is ultimately going to be free. Even yeah, that that's also pretty cool. It's not like EA free. It's actual actually free free. DLC. Like, we're adding more monsters. Why they weren't done at launch? Have more monsters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I for one welcome our new Monster Hunter Overlord. Yeah, I as someone who was like, I really want a Monster Hunter game on a console, and I got this. Like, it's maybe not quite the game. A couple like uh, some veterans of the franchise think they kind of simplified some stuff, and they have like the the. The um, scout flies do make the game easier, but I'd also said let you focus on like the fun part of the game, which is like fighting and hunting the monster, and not like uh-huh. being like which fucking zone is it in, and the lack yeah. of loading screens is fucking great too. Yeah, that's right. We didn't even touch on that. Yeah. I noticed oh, reading that there's not there's no loading screens. It just kind of naturally phases in between the uh, the worlds. That's that's really fucking gnarly. I have to say, uh, it's yeah. I, even it's even if it doesn't work out for you, it's worth checking out just because like this is the most accessible this franchise has ever been, and that's saying something. As a franchise that's notoriously not accessible, it's like, nah, you can get into this one. Mm-hmm. Come check it out; it's cool. You'll hunt a monster that weaponizes mud. Oh, you'll learn, Alex. You'll learn. <laughs> you gonna learn today? Yeah. Eventually, you'll be saying shit like whatever it's just a dragon but that fucker over that looks like barney he's a real motherfucker yeah i it's been very interesting watching mainstream youtubers and um streamers try and like get into what this game is because they're just doing it wrong it's like best weapon you're wrong yeah (laughs) best armor wrong again 10 best ways to grind out levels. No levels, technically. Best grinding loop. Yeah, you got a good day that day. Not every... That's not always what happens when you're out in the expedition, which is the free roam mode. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess going back to kind of new player strats, uh, be prepared to Google some shit. Like, I... 
The game is not perfect at explaining stuff, and the game keeps adding stuff as the game goes on. Like, at 20 hours in, expect the game to be like, oh yeah, we got this flower patch you can grow honey and bugs and plants in. Do you want to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah. It, it looked... It, 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 so, like I said, so far my experience is good. I look forward to it some more. Just let it wash over you. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Well, so we actually have some Monster Hunter-based emails this week. So you want to transition to email? Sure. Let's go ahead and uh, Charlie Charlie informs the masses on what's going on. Well, yeah, so I guess that does it for our main topic this week. We'll talk about Monster Hunter more in a second. Uh, we have the Wicked Awesome Cast Love Game Correspondence. We love it in many forms. And uh, if you wish to contact us, Alex, how would you do that? Well, it's actually really tough. Um, what you have to do is get a pen and paper, write your letter, and then travel on an epic quest to the Upside Down where Jeff is hidden. And you have nope, to travel... Nope, I'm, I'm ending this bad thing you keep trying to push the thing right here and right now. No <laughs> more fucking Life is Strange jokes. You could have sandbagged the segment just been like, no, you, you, you could fucking email us or something. You could have no. gone so many ways and you go the worst way every goddamn time. The worst way is the best way, Charlie. You and Robert Frost are all about the road less travel, and you're both wrong about that shit. And yes, I know that's not the point of that poem. It's about conformity, kind of. But <laughs> what the fuck ever. No. No. Okay, fine. You know what? Really quick. You want to get a letter to us so we can read it? Simple. Find Jeff. Yeah, that'd work. That, w- that would work. Okay, good. Or you can email us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. What's that email again, Alex? Uh, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Spell as it sounds down in the show notes, etc., etc. We love yes. getting messages. It's fun for us. Yeah, especially now with, speaking of the email, Charlie, go ahead and read all those Monster Hunter emails <laughs> we got coming our way. We only got one, but it kind of plays into like new player stuff. Uh, this comes in from Abigail in Brussels. I think I pronounced that right. Um, Brussels? Germany? Sure. Wow. There are other Brussels out there, too. But, yes, our, our podcast gets around. Oh, um, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting that, but cool. <laughs> Dear veteran of the hunt, Mordak, Alex, and hopefully Jeff. Based on the positive reviews I've seen and Charlie's recommendation of Monster Hunter World on last week's podcast, I've picked up a copy and I'm I'm completely lost. While Charlie is right, that range is for cowards. I'm having a hard time finding a melee weapon that I like. This is my first Monster Hunter game, and while I'm intrigued by the game, I'm having a hard time getting into the game because I'm finding weapons frustrating. I've seen a a few reviews that talk about how different weapons... The game is different depending on your weapons and am... Hoping that you guys have some tips for fi- figuring out this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, just go in the training. Just go in the training zone and try them all out. I uh, sword and shield kind of plays like uh, Dark Souls. Twin blades kind of plays like God of War. Uh, Insect glaive is needlessly complicated and kind of plays like Bayonetta. Uh, Switch axe is for cool people. It it plays like a big weapon in Dark Souls too, I guess. Uh, 
No, it kind of it, it plays like Bloodborne. Actually, that's why I like it. It plays like fucking Bloodborne. Um, the range, the 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 bow, the straight bow, kind of plays like a shotgun in a video game. That's what I've been led to believe and kind of agree with. Uh, the lighter bow gun plays like a machine gun. The heavier bow gun plays like a bigger machine gun and or a sniper rifle. Uh, the gun lance plays like the lance, but with a gun attached to it. That So the gun lance isn't actually a gun. It's just a lance with like cannon shells built into it. So you can like blow shit up when you stab it. Uh, so it's essentially the gun blade from Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Lance kind of plays like Dark Souls, except with really good defense, but like a good attack as part of defense, and you can sprint for fucking days with it. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, Great Sword, is, or Great, yeah, Great Sword, Big Sword, uh, whatever it's called, is kind of like playing, um, fuck, what? Uh, it's like playing a heavy character in a fighting game, like, you're not going to hit often, but when you do, you hit fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got no help on the uh, bagpiping weapon because that thing's just weird, and I don't fully get it. Uh, there's a bagpipe weapon? Yeah, there's a bagpipe weapon. Are you a fucking bard? Yeah, kind of. You do support stuff. It's the only true support in the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the long sword, which is the samurai sword... Kind of plays like Onimusha, actually. Like that's a thing we'll compare it to a lot. It's got um, it's got sweet charge attacks and stuff. It's got some combo moves. It's it's got kind of finishers, I guess you could say. Like I, it's yeah. <clears throat> you okay. do attacks to charge your soul gauge, and you unleash that soul gauge on people, and you smack them in the face with more damage. It's it's that's probably the best beginner weapon. I'd probably say the generic bow is the best beginner range weapon. Mm-hmm. Just Wait, which they're... one is the best beginner weapon, you said? Yeah, the, the long sword is it's fast, but it's also big. But it's not so fast, it's just about fast. Like it's It's got some systems to keep track of, but they're easy systems to keep track of. And then the bow has... It's, it's, it's got systems, but not a ton of systems. And like it, it works as you think it's going to, I guess. Mm. Nothing tricky about it. Mm. Or you can just be a big person and use the switch axe because motherfucking chainsaw moves. <laughs> Get in there and chainsaw that shit. But yeah, I yes. I really spend some time in the training area, which a lot of people didn't know even existed. So yeah, go to your hut, talk to that cat, and... Go find a weapon you actually like, because it does make a huge difference. Can you access that without having to complete that first mission? Well, Um, I know the prologue you have to do, but like before you go out on your first hunt. Yeah. You can do the training area? Yeah, because I I think you get your house right off the bat. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and you can go in there, and there's there's like a white cat to your left near your um, trunk and stuff like that, and you talk to him, and you he's what you claim all of your um, special rewards through. But he's also how you access the training zone. He also okay. like can adjust gear color and stuff like that too. He'll call you Meowster. Okay. Yeah. That yes. Like I, I've read a couple things online where people are like I, I didn't even know that cat existed, and I'm like, did you never go in your room? I have a room. 
Yes, you have a room. Yeah, you have to go in your room as part of the tutorial to choose your first weapon. Yeah. How do people not know this? They didn't know you could go back. They thought they were stuck with that weapon until they forged a new one. <laughs> okay. Never said it was smart, just saying what I read. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, thank you, Abigail. Yeah, that was shout out to Abigail. Hopefully that and was shout out to Brussels. Yeah. So we got two more that maybe will be more up your alley. Alex, you want um something that starts with Blizzard in the first couple sentences? You want something with the XFL? Uh let's do let's do Blizzard first. I there's no subject on this one, so I actually have no clue what this is about, because I read this a couple days ago to check it. Uh Dear Wicked Awesome Cast, recently on the podcast. You talked about how um, how Blizzard was going to start monitoring games, uh, gaming videos for toxic behavior, and Alex fessed up to getting angry while playing video games. And then the topic was quickly dropped. If it's if it's not too embarrassing, I was curious what the worst thing you've ever done or said was during a multiplayer session. Jeff is mellow. Jeff is so mellow. I'm guessing that he just kind of gets goes super mute. Charlie gets heated enough that I can imagine he get um, he causes property damage. And Alex is already made to raging out. I personally once got kicked. I personally once kicked my desk so hard, uh, sorry, hard enough to knock my monitor onto the floor and spill monster energy drink all over my desk. All over my desk. Wow, and computer yeah. that helps incentivize you to share your most embarrassing gamer rage moments from anonymous. Ooh, raging moments. So. Okay, let me let me let me let me pretext this with saying I've never actually had a full on rage moment. Sure. Um I get upset when people do dumb shit. Like if you choose if you purposely not switch like I know Overwatch is a good example. If you don't switch to kind of counter the team or anything like that and you're so hard headed on that, yeah, I'll get mad at you because you're playing out of pride instead of actually wanting to win the game. And that shit annoys me. Like I have absolutely no problem switching if I need to. This kind of thing. Like, it's part of the teamwork, you know? Um, I will say I have said some pretty gnarly shit back in my day, uh, and it was mainly in WoW. Uh, God, it was... It was it was a really bad night. It was during Cataclysm. I remember it specifically. Um, and I was just so frustrated because we were failing on easy mechanics uh, mm. on the rag fight, and I just got really fucking mad, and I called the raid. And uh, it's, uh, it was, it was it, not my best moment. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. I didn't go off on some sort of cra- and like racial slur tyrant kind of thing. I didn't do that. I've never done that. That's not my style. Like I'll, I'll, like I'll call people fucking idiots kind yeah. of thing. Like if I have to, like that's the extent of where I go. I don't usually go further than that. Uh, for the most part, like it's, it's pretty much where it's at. I've never gone on a crazy racial tirade like some of these guys have. I've never PewDiePie. If it, it, it just can I give that back context. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think it was mainly when I was raiding in WoW is where I had my biggest rage moments. Um, normally I'm very mellow and I'm very cool and relaxed. Like I, it, it's actually kind of interesting that somebody mentions Jeff is very much like that because I kind of also am. I do get riled up when I'm really passionate about stuff. Like that's the thing with me. Like I get passionate. I don't get like angry, angry. I get passionate when it comes to like excited news. But, like, I don't think I ever really get mad, mad in a video game. So Yeah, probably of the three of us, like, if if you're going for, like, bad league behavior, like, Jeff will send you the fucking uninstall message kind of thing. Like, 
in some ways, he's the most toxic of the three of us, potentially. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've gone that level. I've, I've, I've called people fucking idiots. Yeah, like I, I'll admit to that. I've got no shame in admitting that. Um, you know, I, I'm not gonna bullshit you on that front, but um, I don't think, like I said, I've gone to that crazy, super evil. That's you know, shit. I gotta put out a press release on about later on, kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, I, I think. Um, Online gaming wise, it was, it was uh, World of Warcraft when I was raiding uh, in Cataclysm, and we just had a really bad raid night. Um, but it's kind of interesting because that 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 kind of like the raid leader kind of taking that step and yelling and being upset is not too uh, uncommon. For those of you who, um, for those of you who don't know a little bit about my raiding history past, I used to raid with a guild called Tickle Fight on Boulder Fist, and if you look up. Tickle Fight Boulder Fist. There's a video uh, that I think you'll enjoy. Let me see if I can find the name of the actual title. It was uploaded by a guy named Good, um, who, by the way, used to run. He was at the guild we competed with back in the day, um, who actually is a really cool guy. I met him at a, well, since we're on this little side story, uh, Good basically got the audio from one of our guild members, and uh, he made a video on it. It's a parody video, but it was so good, I can't even be mad about it. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, what is it? Where, where am I going with this? So I, I met Good. Okay, so I met Good at at, at a E3 one year. I was at an Extra Life thing, and so I kind of was like, "Oh hey, um, you're Good, right?" He's like, "Yeah, you play on Boulder Fist." Like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Hi, I'm in Tickle Fight. You know the guild you made that video on?" And he was just like, "Oh fuck!" And I was like, "Dude, it's cool. I thought it was hilarious." But yeah, for a second there, he was like, "Ah oh, shit." But yeah, if, if you go on the YouTubes, you look up Tickle Fight of Boulder Fist wiping on Freya plus three vent. It's a, it's a legendary video that came out about seven years ago. And it's kind of just what our atmosphere was, so it wasn't surprising that, you know, yeah. we get heated. But yeah, um, that's my online moment. And as far as single player goes, I can't remember a single player of the game that's ever really upset me. I think, it, you know what, actually, I take it back. Um... Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater going up against the old guy who is a sniper. Ah, uh, yes. What is his name? The End? The or End. Like that? Yeah. He frustrated me to no fucking avail. Like, I don't know how long I was trying to beat him, but I got so mad uh, playing that. I was like, fuck it. And I just turned off the console and went to bed. I, I never had done that before with a game. Uh, Metal Gear Solid actually has been the... You, the game that has made me shut off the console a few times. One time was out of fear or creeped out because it was uh, the second Metal Gear Solid, Sons of Liberty, where it had all those crazy messages. Yeah. Uh, where it was like, hey, there's an orange light outside. And then I woke up and didn't know where I was. What happened? And I look outside and the street light's fucking orange. So I'm like, I'm going to bed. Fuck this shit. Uh, so that, that actually did fuck with me. But uh, as far as like raging moment goes with that, it was the battle against the end. Where I was trying to we take him on We beat him in one shot on Metal Gear. <laughs> no. In like I, 10 well, minutes. I, well, I didn't know you could just run up to him with a fucking shotgun. We didn't do that. We crawled. Oh. Well, I uh, I was trying to play it a different way, and I kept failing, and I eventually just said, fuck this game, I quit. And just fucking turned off the console and went to bed. And the next day, I beat him in about 10 minutes. But that night, I don't know, maybe I was just tired or exhausted from all that, but I just was like, fuck this shit. And I turned it off and I quit. But I think that was, yeah, it was Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater, the battle versus the end. It is the only time I've ever raged at a single player game that I can recall. 
So yeah, um, do I normally rage? Yeah, I get annoyed. Yeah, I don't think as fun as that one on you. Um, uh, despite how maybe angry I can get on the podcast, I it takes a lot to get me actually angry in real life. I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm on the same boat. Though. Yeah, that's the thing. Back when I played Destiny, I think probably the I, that's probably the angriest I'd get and stuff like that. And that was more we'd occasionally I, like all online games, you'd have people that were just assholes and get annoyed with them eventually i uh there's probably one uh, there was one instance where a guy rage quit we couldn't finish the raid we kind of disbanded and then like an hour and a half later i was in a different group and he was in there and i just like when he joined i'm like didn't you fucking rage quit the last raid group i was he's like no and i'm like you should kick this guy and find someone else why we did we couldn't pass something on three attempts and he left yeah. Like that's probably the most like I've done when I've been pissed off in a multiplayer game. Single player game, however. <laughs> oh, this gonna be good. Uh, I I feel like I've made reference to it, but I'm not sure I've ever totally explained this one on the podcast. Uh there's a little game called Bioshock Infinite. Oh boy. <laughs> which is not a bad game. And I, I really should go back and give it another shot because I at the end of completing that game when it first came out, I mm-hmm. I fucking hated that game. Like, not that it was a bad game, but like I think I got within like three hours or four hours of the end, and I'm like, oh, if they fucking pull this twist at the end, I'm going to be incredibly pissed. 30 seconds later, they start setting up this like dumb, hey, we couldn't quite pull off this multidimensional time travel bullshit story we're trying to tell we're just gonna cop out on this and i i hate played the remaining of that game finished the game sat there like in like mute rage for about 10 minutes went over pulled the game out of my xbox and snapped the game disc in half wow i proceeded to throw it in the garbage and then like oh you played it for that did you yeah what'd you think i snapped that game disc in half Oh, it was bad. Oh no, the game's fun. I just hated the end of it so much. It it gets it. They fucking they start off being like, "We're gonna tell this complex thing," and then totally like fuck it up at the end. Wow. To put it <laughs> to put it in perspective, I hated that game's ending, and I I remember what it just it made me so unbelievably angry. Not in a like, oh, I feel emotional. Just like I, it's like no. You just you suck at this kind of thing, but you're not bad at this. Like, fuck you in some weird way. That like it almost led to a new content thing for the channel, which was going to be us reviewing games. And any time we gave a game less than like, like on a three out of on a one out of five scale, like any time we said a game was less than a three, we'd take it to a shooting range and shoot it so you couldn't we couldn't play that game anymore. Or like it was out of ten, <laughs> anytime it was below a seven, we'd just break the game disc in half as part of the review. Like it's the no, it's a bad game, and here's how much we stand by that. Snap. <laughs> like that's how like, and for months I was angry about Bioshock Infinite. Like I'm still occasionally capable of getting that level of ache. It is hard to express like how unbelievably furious. I was with the ending of Bioshock Infinite. Mm-hmm. 
And like, I'd still recommend the game. Like, it's a fine game. I'll just pick, and the ending flat out sucks. They bungle that ending so hard, I literally snapped the game disc in half. That's impressive. I don't yeah. think I've ever physically broken things. Yeah. I, only time I've ever, like, only time I've ever been that mad to snap a game disc in half. Like, it was pure rage. Well, and, and it was driven by people like, oh, the ending is so good. And I'm like, no, it's not. You're just too dumb to understand how bad the ending is. <laughs> I found it a great twist. Here's all that. I, I, I did what I did to Star Trek to you to that ending of that game for some people. Like, I was happy with it. Here's how it was wrong. Oh, God, everything you're saying is true. <laughs> Feel my poison ingest it I, I retroactively changed I think like 10 people's minds about how good a game that was just by explaining how bad the ending was to them mm-hmm. and like, and the, endings, the ending can be summed up as like the game spends all this time establishing the parallel universe thing and then fucking throws that shit out the window because it can't end that way like they, they, they write themselves into a corner and they're like oh this uh, in the infinite of universes, this only happens once. And I'm like, no, this happens an infinite number of times in an infinite number of universes. Like, this isn't one you can just fix this way. Mm-hmm. Saying it only happens once isn't possible when you have an infinite number of dimensions. But, yeah, that's that's enough of that. Uh, thank you for that question. Yeah, like we brought up some yeah. inner demons from back at the time about yeah. that one. Yep. <laughs> Last email come from Nathan in Lenexa. I don't know which one of that. I'm hoping not Kansas. Or it is Kansas. I don't know. I've, I, I've only been to Lenexa, Kansas. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Shout out to Lenexa, Kansas. I, he just says Lenexa. I don't know where he's from, but Nathan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dear Wicked Awesome cast and Stone Cold fanboys, <laughs> as, you may have, as you may have heard, the XFL is back! Six exclamation points. As a fan of the Attitude Era, I'm assuming other and I'm assuming other wonderful things from the late '90s and early 2000s. I was wondering if there's a if this is a thing you want. Sure. No, I don't. You don't want the XFL. These are not my thoughts, but they're thoughts I agree with when someone said them. I've so. Uh, let me get preface something. The XFL existed because a bunch of rich people wanted to have another football league because they couldn't get involved in the normal one. And it did some cool stuff for how football was shown and portrayed and all that jazz. Uh, from a visual standpoint, it was way better than the NFL, but it failed because it was kind of like dumb and stuff. But as a result, the NFL ripped off all the really cool camera angles and tech they were doing, which is great. It made the NFL better. Bringing it back now, so if you've actually gone and read the, like, the mission statement of the new XFL, it's like kind of puritanical, and it's got a lot of rules in place designed at like player conduct. And mm-hmm. like instead of being a hey, you should have an alternative to the NFL. It's very much feeling like a, 
is current football too political for you? Bury your head in the sand and just come to the XFL. We have clauses <laughs> that forbid players from kneeling during the national anthem and stuff. <laughs> if they beat their wives, we kick them out of the game immediately. And that's that's a good thing. But at the same time, like it's it's got some weird stuff in it too that's kind of like you just want things to go back to being normal and not to think about how various complex issues might affect the things you like. XFL, we got ya. Yeah, it, it feels it feels exploitative and shitty to me, I guess, is where I'm at. Mm. Like, the XFL never needed to exist, and it only feels like it's coming back because people like Vince McMahon see a possibility to exploit kind of people's uncomfortableness with the current NFL. I've I don't know, but yeah, if if it wants to come back and be like murder football league and like I mean like really murder football league, I'm not gonna not watch it. But at the same time, it just feels shitty. Mm-hmm. I'm all for competition. I just don't think we need more sports or more of sports we already have. Yeah, that's a, thanks, Nate or Nathan. Sorry. Yeah, no, I I kind of don't have much of an opinion on the XFL. Yeah. Fuck it, why not? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. That does it for emails this week. Thank you for writing in. Again, we can be contacted at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com, but that also means that's gonna be it for this week. Uh, Mm. yeah. (laughs) Uh, I continue to apologize for the ongoing content shortage. Uh, As you may have noticed, there's a slow trickle of videos showing up. Um, those will end soon, unfortunately. Those of you that have stuck with us, thank you. Thank you so much. We don't deserve your patience. But again, I if you go to our Instagram, you will see I put up the SWS flag. Um it is up. It is glorious. Mm. It, yeah. I have a space for my studio all full of um boxes and construction equipment currently, so yeah. <laughs> Can't use that to film right now. Uh, keep an eye out for a stream, I think. The Monster Hunter stream will happen. I, If Alex can sit on Monster Hunter stream, I expect there'll be more Monster Hunter streams. There will also probably be the much-threatened Warframe stream at some point. Much-threatened? <laughs> yeah. I like that. Much-threatened. Indeed. Yeah, no, I, look, I, I look forward to doing some of that stuff. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Life seems to be settling out some, so at least that schedule may be able to come back to being a thing. Yeah, I look, I look for It's been too long since we've had a stream together, so... Yes. You got anything you want to pimp quickly? Um, anything in particular? Not right now, I guess. Uh, my only, oh, just my huge, you know? Sure. Uh, my actual life page, which I now have set up, which should work if you go to Mave Online. Far as that goes, you can search for me on there. I am fundraising again for extra life this year. Uh, on top of which, also of course, you can find me on social media, maybe online on Snapchat, Instagram. Oh, you're doing something different this year than extra life. Uh, I probably will later on, but I just start off just extra life now. Fair. Early on, I might I might dabble in some other stuff like Operation sure. Supply Drop and that stuff. Um, because I have been interested in doing some of those other yeah. services, but yeah. Uh, for now, I just I'm kicking it off with extra life for the time being. Uh, so. That being said, you can 
still find me on all my social medias. Mave Online is a username across the board, which is nice because it works out. I got a ball for all the Twitters, Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah, if you follow the Facebook page that I have for Mave Online, I will actually start streaming to that as well because Facebook is rolling out that Facebook game creators shit. Actually, so. yeah, keep an eye out. I may start uploading a bunch of our old content to Facebook soon. Yeah, which is nice because it, it, they're actually they're, they're hosting space for us to do that, right? Uh, part of the whole kind video creator of. thing. Kind of, okay. I haven't totally figured out how it works just yet. Uh-huh. Well, we'll figure it out, so keep an eye out, especially you know, on both Mave Online and, of course, especially the Something Wicked Studios Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, the URL for that should be, what, SW Studios? Or it's is it in, the, it's in the links. All right, it'll be in the links. You'll find it there. Um, other than that, yeah, you can find me on Twitch, Mixer, YouTube Gaming, on my own stuff, Mave Online across the board, once again, and Periscope, if you're into that kind of thing, and, of course, now Facebook. So... Yeah, other than that, that's that's just me pimping out my uh, my shit because I'm a whore, and that's what I do. So, yeah, expect to see a couple more things uh, this year as far as that stuff goes. Definitely more WoW stuff. I'm probably going to start a series with uh, the new leveling experience, starting sure. from, like, the beginning. Especially now because I know you're still leveling up characters. Yeah, so. I'll hang around. Yeah, we'll dabble around in that some more and whatnot. But yeah, uh, that's, that's as far as my stuff goes, I think that's it. Alrighty then. If we got nothing else, that means it's time to cue the metal. Yeah.